Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Ty? Hi. Ty? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. He's a cool cat, man. I got a little taco meat on my chest. I grabbed a handful of lunch meat and shoved it <laughs> down my teammate's throat. I'm a former long snapper. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. At the Burlington... Uh, <laughs> No idea what the f- just happened. Did not flub at all. It send it in. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation. Here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here in the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1. In Washington, you can find us on 1250, 930, online, pr927fm.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. And we will talk to you there about ECU's baseball season coming to an end on Sunday night. Chandler and I were in the Pirate Radio studios, Ellerby and Jenny, up in Charlottesville to witness Virginia knocking off East Carolina for the second time in the Charlottesville Regional and their season, the Pirates season, coming to an end. We will recap all of that today with Brian Bailey coming up at 4 o'clock. Also, Billy Weaver at 5 o'clock. Your comments. We'll hear uh, some post-game audio as well from Cliff Godwin and the players. We've got Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man, Big Dog, and Ellerby to my left to kick off a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Hello, Ellerby. What's up, Clipper? How are you? I'm tired. Yeah. A little, little down. Yeah, it was uh, a tough finish for the East Carolina baseball team. On a positive note, they did beat Oklahoma twice. On a bad note, uh, I guess a better Virginia team defeated East Carolina twice in two hard-fought games. The second one got a, got away from them uh, with those uh, home runs. But, uh, man, it was, a, it was a fun weekend in Charlottesville and uh, a lot of moments in those uh, Virginia games where you thought the Pirates uh, were, were, were going to get right there, and, and, they, and they didn't. But uh, certainly... A good season for uh, Cliff Godwin and and the guys, just not where they wanted to finish, but uh, certainly a great baseball program this uh, East Carolina has, and uh, I think Cliff summed it up with his last comments in the post game. You can see it on our social media. Just uh, they're going to kick that door down one day. It's just a matter of when, but uh, certainly certainly fun that we had the opportunity to uh, follow this team every postseason. We'll get your thoughts on ECU baseball. You can call in if you'd like three one seven twelve fifty. Chime in on Facebook youtube or twitter uh how are you feeling the day after uh we'll talk about that today um jerry is hoping chandler is okay jerry on facebook says hello chandler just doing a mental health check hope this and hitting the like button for this program brightens your day chandler how you doing today i'm doing good i'm like you said uh in the in the video that we just posted uh the sun came out this morning everything's fine um, so I'm, I'm good. I was not in a good mental state yesterday, but, uh, Hey, I woke up this morning and I'm in a good mood. So, uh, we have PRL coming at you for the next three hours that we do. Uh, Steve Hill checking in as well says Clipper Destry said the sun still came up today. Somehow let's celebrate 47 wins and buckle up for a great football schedule. That'll be here fast. Absolutely. That is right. You got to turn the page, as Bob Seeger and Metallica later said, um, which is why I'm wearing a football hat today. Wearing the Washington Commanders hat, putting baseball in the rear view, 
moving ahead to football is it a new era in Washington? yes this is a new era hat okay i was yeah all right so is it a new era hat yes and then is it also a new era in washington yet yes new ownership jamie says today sucks so lrb you know people are trying to get through this the best way they can uh i don't know if today sucks give them your Uh, positivity yeah i just i mean i look let's let's talk about charlottesville they're they have a great baseball program they have really good coaches kevin mcmullen uh brian o'connor that they've built they've they've gone in the transfer portal that uh had a few players that uh the kid that that pitched saturday parker from uh, coastal carolina he was outstanding their stadium up there was was very cool it uh they set attendance records both games east carolina was played so uh i don't they don't set attendance records if east carolina is not in that uh that regional but their, their stadium's extremely nice but the pirate fans that went up there they were loud. I mean, there they were times that, uh, I mean, obviously we didn't have the the full crowd taking the, the majority of the crowd, but they had the majority of the noise going on at some time, especially some momentum. And uh, that two one game on Saturday night, it was electric. I mean, you could you could feel it was a great vibe, um, positivity too. There was no weather delays throughout the throughout the weekend, um, and, and I think there was a lot of question marks on Sunday. Could could East Carolina come back and knock off an Oklahoma team? that uh, they had defeated pretty handily on Friday, and then they came out and uh, punched them in the mouth again. So, uh, you know, it was, you know, and, and how about the three seniors, Lane Hoover, you know, Carter Spivey, Garrett Saylor, th- th- those guys, what they meant to this program. Um, and, and just Lane, I mean, I talked to so many people, and what Lane, Lane Hoover was just, I described him as kind of like a Dwayne Harris of baseball. He, he was just, he just threw his body out for, was it the outfield? I mean, he figured out a way to get on base. Um, I mean, he, he was a great player to watch, a fun player to watch. Uh, so many jungle jumps. So uh, th- those guys are going to be missed, uh, never forgotten. Hopefully they'll continue to come around the program. But uh, all in all, it's uh, it's not a great day because the Pirates aren't headed to a Super Regional. But uh, certainly, um, I think there's there's a lot more fun days ahead for the East Carolina baseball program. No doubt, and you, you know, we'll talk about it throughout this off season. What does next year look like? With you mentioned the three seniors leaving, also you'll have a few guys transfer. You'll have uh, a few guys get drafted, and we'll wait and see if they decide to sign or return to baseball so we'll have those conversations in the coming days and weeks as well but yeah i um, love that that senior group of garrett sailor carter spivey and lane hoover and once again garrett sailor um a masterful job we had some just amazing pitching performances this weekend sailor was awesome danny beal uh was fantastic you had again up until that home run which i thought was a fly ball to get out of the inning uh when it was off the bat uh, but it didn't that look ball, like a fly ball in person it, it, it was it was up and it had distance yeah. for sure when you when i when i, when I saw it in person. but how about root he, he had a good the freshman zach root comes out and allows one run the guy that scored the one run on root he struck out and it was one of those bad luck ball yep. gets by will coxon and uh he comes around and ends up scoring uh but man uh two two really good games against virginia even when it got away from ecu they ended up scoring a run had the bases loaded for jacob starling who just missed one that would have tied it up and uh and send that place into a frenzy at least for the pirate fans there so uh gave us something to to be hopeful for late in the game uh you, you mentioned oklahoma and and it gets lost in the shuffle but two beat downs of oklahoma was was pretty awesome uh, that was a lot of fun Friday night. 
uh, on the watch along and then uh, again on sunday before they lost to virginia for a second time but yeah uh really fun weekend we had a blast on the uh the watch parties uh, with brandon manning and bryce williams friday and then chandler and i last night had a lot of folks chiming in had a lot of folks hanging out with us and uh we just couldn't pull the pirates through yeah thanks to our uh, sponsors that uh helped us along uh this weekend with all our coverage tiebreakers of course sponsoring the watch along sponsored uh our on locations up there the best place to go to watch all the uh, rest of uh, the college baseball season as uh or any sports action uh, two locations greenville and winterville and then uh our friends down at the beach the beach tavern and uh, king max that helps us out too so that was it was awesome with all our pictures and uh, the full team here did a great job of uh hopefully uh bringing you the action whether you were watching the watch along with you guys or uh bringing uh the the atmosphere and what was happening in the stadium up in charlottesville so uh on to football season i guess now clip uh, i guess uh, as we as we turn the page and uh i guess michigan is officially on the clock as the uh, next big thing for east carolina athletics mm, yeah 36 and a half point underdogs yes I'm not. I don't know if I'm ready to turn that page. You're not, when you, when it's like, it's like, can you choose your own adventure? Or are you trying to trying to go somewhere else? But uh, yeah, slowly uh, as we creep into the further month of uh, June here, you're, we're going to have to start uh, talking to our friend Phil Still. Start talking to, you know, some folks up at Michigan. What what they have in store for you know? But a lot of people are going to we're going to mix in this football talk. Yeah, we'll see uh, a lot of those Pirate fans that were in Charlottesville in the big house coming up in September, and uh, and that'll be exciting as well. From the pictures and video on uh, the social media this week from you and Jenny and the crew, if you you know kind of squinted your eyes, it almost looked like an ECU home game from the tailgates and everything you guys had going, uh, partying with the Moylans on Friday. That looked uh, really cool, and uh, just an awesome, awesome Pirate fan base. Uh, all the players we talked to on the Delcor Players Lounge, said you know why did you decide to come here as opposed to other big time college baseball programs or other options you had and they said the crowd the fans so uh the pirate fans make a difference uh they made a difference this weekend in those oklahoma games and and almost in those virginia games it was awesome to hear a roar when east carolina would score on the road the cool thing about baseball it's just you scale down your football tailgate to like like one area and you you get to meet the same people over and over for the course of a weekend especially when you're in charlottesville and had a chance to talk to a lot of the different parents the noaks from wisconsin uh how they made their plans to to travel down and it just all all the parents were super nice and friendly and and then you just saw tents with uh, pirate flags everywhere as you're walking around charlottesville and then the uh, the atmosphere for both the virginia games because obviously um that's when it but the, the oklahoma games were fun because oklahoma had probably maybe i want to say 50 to 75 fans or probably friends and family but for the oklahoma games pirate fans could just kind of spread out and sit wherever they wanted so uh it was it was nice i sat behind right behind home plate uh a few times for the uh, oklahoma games and uh it was it was just it was just fun to uh, to kind of spread out and kind of walk around <laughs> that stadium and uh you were there a lot that's the one thing you as, as you know with regional and super regionals uh, you spend a lot of time especially the regionals uh, a lot of time at the ballpark so uh, it, it's definitely great and uh, a lot of downtime to have some uh, casual conversations and uh, talk talk some baseball talk some shops so certainly certainly a fun weekend and uh, looking forward to baseball season again already too I didn't know if I would watch any more college baseball but uh, I do have squeeze play on uh, squeeze play 
the second greatest invention of all time behind red zone but it's right up there with it i uh, have really enjoyed watching squeeze play uh, all weekend and now into today and you got some games going on right now including lsu and oregon state and the tigers up on the beavers for nothing as they play in the fourth inning arkansas and tcu are underway and scoreless but arkansas threatening in the first with two on and nobody out and pin making a run down in the auburn regional uh they're taking on southern miss no score in the first inning a lot of uh, a lot of upsets this weekend ellerby a lot of surprises and uh, it's made for some fun baseball viewing yeah and i'll tell you this the fun part and you know i mean we don't obviously get to experience with east carolina basketball but we get to experience seem you know every year with east carolina baseball of being in the regional when you're at the games or i'm sure when you guys are here doing the watch along you just did the whole rundown right there but uh, you're talking to people and someone's like coming up to me yesterday did you hear about the tcu guy that hit two grand slams and then a, you know he has 11 rbis on the day so i mean you're you're talking baseball you're hearing about hey what's nc state doing what's north carolina doing what's going on so i mean there were so many teams in the state of north carolina of course three schools in south carolina hosting you you were following the action uh uh, everywhere and, and and when you come in at night and go to the hotel room and then watch those late games that tennessee clemson game that went to like 14 or 15 innings i, I watched the end of that uh when i got back to the hotel room the other night so it is an exciting time of year and uh you know pirate fans i mean you don't have to reflect back too far when they were playing texas here last year in the, in the super regionals so uh, it, it is fun college baseball is really growing and uh, i agree with you the squeeze play thing is is tremendous i mean if you're if, if you want to just soak it all in, man, what what a great channel to uh, just, just put on and uh, just follow all the action. And uh, I'm watching it now, and I like this fat guy pitching for LSU. Look at this guy. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, Chandler, you got to Have you seen this guy? Look at this Haas. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Haas Cartwright. Score one for the big fellas. All right, it's my new favorite pitcher. I'm trying to figure out who he looks like. He kind of looks like if Bob Horner was a lefty. Yeah, because he's got the hair coming out of the back. Yeah. John Crook. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. John Crook. He's got a good Crook Because he was probably, Crook was the lefty, wasn't he? Uh, Yeah, he hit left-handed. Yeah, so yeah, that's exactly who I'm picturing. Heavy John Crook. Yeah, heavier John Crook. Yeah. Uh, The hefty lefty up there chunking it for LSU right now as uh, they take on Oregon State. And Arkansas has them loaded with nobody out in the first inning on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. You were talking about upsets earlier. There was a huge upset. I kind of wanted to play my call of Ryder Coastal Carolina. <laughs> so We had a huge upset Saturday night as I stayed here and watched the end of that game. Which was that was wild. Friday night, and you were in no shape to know what night it was by that point. Yeah. Myself, Brandon Manning, Bryce Williams, Chandler Honeycutt. Um, we... Let's see. We were trying to wait around for the conclusion of that game. It just kept going and going. Brandon had to leave. His wife was mad at him, so he yep. had to go home get uh, donuts. Yes. So, uh, and I was ready to go, but Chandler stuck around in studio with the people watching him by himself. And this is your final call of Ryder and Coastal. All right. Bases loaded. Coastal, the number one seed in Conway, down to the four seed in Ryder. What a game. Ryder was ahead. Coastal tied it with nine in the ninth. Ryder took a two-run lead in the tenth. Coastal trying to come back. Not just to tie, but to take the lead. But instead, a diving catch and Ryder wins. Oh, my gosh. 
diving catch for the third out, and Ryder defeats the number one team in the Conway Regional, the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Wow. The best call from a guy 10 beers at least deep on a Friday night sitting alone in a studio talking to himself. To myself. (laughs) And the help of people that actually kind of stay tuned and was giving me comments and stuff to read. Was was, that a look into what happens every night with Chandler? Yeah. (laughs) uh, I do that. He just happened to be on video. Oh, I know. Yeah. You need to start setting up a a camera. So, uh, tremendous stuff there, Chandler. Congratulations. I mean, that's right up there with the the all-time greats. I just, I remember, I, and I never realized how good of a call it was until I got a text well, later I that mean, night. Was, yeah. Later that night, Clip said, great call. Yeah. Great call to end the game. I was like, thank you. It mm. made me feel really good. Glad. Glad I could do that for you. Uh, because I did beat you down a few times on the watch alongs this weekend as well. Did you ever? <laughs> did you ever? We had a good, we had a good relationship. Uh, LRB, Troy used to brag about celebrities that he would touch. <laughs> so let's get an LRB touch update. Let's talk about some people you touched this weekend. Uh, met the big donkey, Stephen Shock. Yeah, had him on uh, the show last week. I was just uh, he was uh, yeah. I, God, I, how many pictures did that guy take this weekend? He takes a lot. He was all over my tweets with uh, Twitter with different pirate fans. So it was uh, during the East Carolina Oklahoma game, and he I was standing at the table next to Brian Bailey. They have an open concourse up there in uh, Charlottesville, a really nice stadium because you. You never miss any of the action. You could just walk the whole concourse and go to the concession stand. Unless you go in the bathroom, then you'll miss some. But then you come out, and he was over there. He was checking the media list and uh, right next to me. And I looked, and I was like, hmm, that looks like the big donkey. And so I said, hey, are you the big donkey? And he said, absolutely. And I just kind of – and the dude couldn't be – as nice as he appears on Twitter and friendly, he was just that. He was laid back, super nice. Yeah. And he kind of came across, I mean, like, we were just kind of, I was just kind of talking shop with him about how he got, you know, started, what he kind of works for D1 baseball full time. I think he's just kind of in disbelief that he gets paid to do a podcast and then go to baseball games and tweet and uh, just really enjoys it. And uh, just a great personality, lives up in Delaware and just uh, was a fun guy to talk to. I was having a great conversation with him for about five, 10 minutes. And then a couple of Virginia, Virginia fans were starting to filter in and uh, they, they did. I mean, I, he's super friendly about taking pictures, which I think if you're that person or in that space, that's what you need to do. And uh, of course, he was at his home stadium in Virginia, but uh, some some other fans kind of interrupt the conversation. But uh, I did, you know, and he, and he wants to come to Greenville. He he wants. I told him, I said, you need to try to come to one of the midweek games when we're hosting the Tar Heels or the Wolfpack. And uh, he definitely has that on his things to do list. But uh, definitely a, a super nice guy. He was uh, was uh, extremely uh, extremely nice and just uh, just a fun and a great atmosphere for growing college baseball and uh you know great person i saw you also were able to touch charlie organ former pirate second base yeah charlie so charlie organ was out in the uh, tailgate lots uh talked to him i wish he he was telling me some stories about that 2016 team off camera that he's like a man that i was trying to get him to dive into that and what the group chat that they were talking about but uh, that that group of guys still very close i mean you can feel all these guys that are teammates, that, that's the one thing with the Cliff Godwin uh, teams that he's put together. And I'm sure the, the other baseball teams before Cliff was here, too, because Cliff and all his teammates are really tight as well. But uh, th- th- those guys are real tight, and they they all probably have their own group chats. And, uh, 
and all sorts of stuff. But he, it was great catching up with him. He's living in the Richmond area. So he said he was super excited when uh, he saw that it, when East Carolina didn't host that they were going to be in uh, Charlottesville. So he was up there. I, I saw him the next day. He was at uh, the baseball games. Uh, Chad Tracy was uh, was in the ballpark. Uh, so just a t- tremendous amount of support. A lot of, a lot of great Pirate fans that show up. And uh, there, there was a couple insane fans is, is the only way I can describe it that drove up and back each day. I mean, I, I don't. They, they, uh, they that's just, insane. It, it, it was so. Uh, it, it, I mean, I talked to several people that that did that, and I was like, "Wow, you, you get some sort of pirate treasure, some sort of pirate badge." But um, lots of stories of people that came up on Saturday. Some some were there all weekend, but uh, it was uh, it was fun. It was, as I said, the, the cool part with baseball is you just kind of meander around, and then you just kind of bump into people, and then some people bump into you that you know recognize me from the radio station or from our social media, and just would uh, would talk shop. So uh, always always good. Appreciate everybody and all the great feedback. Pike uh, says, "How about AT? Did LRB see and touch Alan Thomas? I did. He, right. I did see him on Friday." I'm not sure if he was maybe spotted on Saturday. All the games begin to blur. When you get to the ballpark, um, it was kind of crazy because it was really warm Friday. And then each day, like Sunday, I had a hoodie on. Cause the, it, it, and then by Sunday evening, it actually warmed up and the sun had come out. But uh, it was all in all, with, with did not see the tarp. Which was a great thing. Oh, yeah. So uh, that that you know, no, there was a threat of some thunderstorms on Saturday afternoon, which uh, made me a little nervous about that Virginia game, and you know, with East Carolina's pitching situation, if there had been some delays or whatever. But uh, crazy. And how about the guy their their closer for Virginia, who's like eight thousand feet tall? He looks six, tall, foot, six uh, foot ten. I know, man. He was a monster when he came in and was standing on the mound. But uh, it, it was a fun weekend. Uh, you're talking about Alan Thomas. He did put up one of the funniest uh, posts this weekend. Uh, uh, there was a foul ball uh, down the left field line. Uh, JC uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward actually caught the ball, but there's a picture that Alan put up, and it's the mother of this child who had her, I believe it was a boy, a little boy, had him like she was behind the little boy, shielding herself from the ball, from the foul ball. Yeah, she didn't want to get hit. And she was sacrificing her kid. I thought that was a really good post by Alan Thomas. There you go. Well, when you send out 2,000 a day, you're bound to hit one. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> hey, I, like Dale I know that better than anybody. Yeah. Dale Murphy, swing hard. Swing in case hard. You, in case you hit it. I think the cool, one of the coolest things, and and, and, uh, and I think you know being able to go to the post game each day and being after the two wins with Oklahoma and then the two losses – after Virginia, um, I, I thought the raw emotion of Cliff Godwin at the very end uh, yesterday just really kind of summed up of, of of how much he really pours into this program. And uh, when he talked about, I mean, all those guys that were up there, man, Garrett, Carter, and Lane, and then and Coach Godwin. I mean, they they were hurting yesterday, but uh, they, they they had poured in, you know, a lot this year and uh the course of five years for 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 those guys and cliff even longer but uh i I just i think that's the part that that maybe a lot of fans and if you hadn't seen the video you can see it on our social media and stuff but uh that's the part with some of the things that i think when you go up to the to the regional and you have the ability like i was able to uh, from a media standpoint to interact with them after the games and see that it really humanizes uh, the, the the world of sports sometimes, but uh, all in all, I mean, good season and uh, it, it was fun. And look forward to seeing what what they can do next year. 
Austin says, man, I miss a good who did Troy touch segment. Never thought I miss hearing someone talk about themselves so much. Ellery, we need to talk more about ourselves and who we touched. I'm going to start keeping a checklist of, right. uh, of who I touched over the weekend. I'd... I have to check in with Troy and see who he's touched lately. If he's been uh, <laughs> touching anybody. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. Touch, touch you once, touch you twice. When he thinks about himself, he touches himself. Mm. Uh, uh, what do you got, Taylor? I've got some news out of the Americas. Breaking news? Um, I got this, it, too. This is about 13 minutes ago. Uh, this was tweeted out by the American Athletic Conference on Twitter, but they said, proud to have Dr. Philip Rogers, who is ECU's chancellor, uh, as our new chair of the American Athletic Conference Board of Directors. What so, does that mean, Ellerby? I guess he's the chair of the board of, I don't know, Chandler, you're, you're breaking the story. Go ahead. He's no, in the that's chair. All that's on the, that's all that it is. I mean, what does it mean? What is the uh, significance? I think what it means is we need to reach out to Dr. Rogers and have him. I guess I, I guess one chancellor president has to be over the athletic committee. And then doesn't mean we're going to get all the calls. Are we going to start winning more? Like, what is it? That's you know? how I, mean, I see this. I, th- I think, I mean, the lo- most logical thing is he gets to hire the umpires. Okay. That's a start. Or, or the referees. Yeah. Or do, I mean, it's, it's got to benefit East Carolina. I mean, who were all the athletic directors that were on the baseball committee? Did they get to host regionals? Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, like, great things are ahead. All right. Excellent. We're, uh, Dr. Rogers is, is, is planting the flag for the Pirates. No more ejections for, uh, for number eight hey, from Jersey Mike. There you, that's what I was about to say, too. More props for the Pirates. Um, Last night, I was watching a regional. I'm trying to remember which one it was. It was Oral Roberts, maybe. But anyway, it might have been the pin game. It was bases loaded in the fifth inning. It was a two-to-one game, two outs. And the dude took too long to get in the batter's box, and they called a strike. You're out. Bases uh, loaded in the inning. It was uh, So they are keeping up with these rules, LRB. The I saw a player get ejected from that Clemson-Tennessee yes. epic game the other night for talking to a guy. So There was also a guy for Illinois or somebody. Definitely one of them. Or Texas Tech that had a red chain. Oh, yeah. That they gave him that they got ejected. Got ejected. And he was a, he was a potential starter in the second game that day he was going to be like a potential starter and he was ejected i mean this is a lot like what we saw last week with uh josh gross and clearwater but it was a chain that he put on the guy that hit the home run he put it on his neck as before he got into the dugout and he was ejected rules are rules i reckon uh chad says dr rogers is chairman of the board this has us dangling on a string got me dangling on a string yeah go from there it's kind of jokes you get on depressing monday after the baseball season ends uh all right lrb leave on a positive note uh baseball's over clipper but football right around the corner in the pirate radio football kickoff party we put a save the date uh notice out there last week on thursday so save the date for thursday august 31st we're going to be honoring the voice jeff charles at our pirate radio football kickoff party at the state theater this year it's going to be an exciting night we got a lot of great things we're working on we'll have some more details soon so thursday august 31st before the pirates play michigan we will have the pirate radio football kickoff party again and uh, hope to see everyone there we're gonna have a big night and uh, we are going to honor the voice jeff charles that night and do many great things so uh, plan to join us they got me a uh, tv in there yet 
We will make that happen, Clip Brock. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be there. You want to watch me TV that night, right? Is that what you just said? I'm looking at who's playing Thursday, August 31st. You've got, well, we don't care about UCF anymore, so we won't talk about that one. NC State on the road at UConn, Ellerby. There we go. Nebraska you- at Minnesota. Florida at Utah is a Thursday game. That's a good one at 8 o'clock. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. So uh, look for Clip Brock by the TV in the State Theater. We'll be rocking and rolling. All right. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, Ellery. All right. Thanks for having me. We will take a timeout. Come back. More for you. Hour one of Pirate Radio Live. We'll hear some of Cliff Godwin and the players after the loss to Virginia to wrap up the 2023 ECU baseball season. More to go on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. First college football game of the year, week zero, August 26th. That was your song, by the way, wasn't it, Chandler? <laughs> Make a deal with God. That was on Name That Sound, yeah. and you knew some of the words, but did not know not the song. Not know running up that hill part. Um... First college football game of the season will be played in Dublin, Ireland. Navy Notre and Notre Dame, two thirty Eastern on NBC. I had I knew it was had to be Notre Dame. They always do those weird location games. So that'll be week zero at two thirty in the afternoon. I'll probably be at a fantasy draft. Oh, that's gonna be fun. I'm ready for August. Just a couple of months away. It, it really is and we are going to bridge the gap here on pirate radio live with a whole lot of preview and we'll talk to folks uh play-by-play voices color analysts writers uh people affiliated with all the opposing teams and bring you those interviews throughout the summer also uh, i want to try to bring back the friday football fan preview and uh, preview the nfl season with fans of every team that'll be fun and before you know it too there'll be a magazine coming out the phil still magazine the phil still magazine we'll talk to him about the pirates the new look american and uh the go across the country with college football what's up big dog i was going to mention you talked about our great content that we've had on the show and our social media we're at 2.28 followers thousand followers on Twitter, I would love to get wow. to twenty. I would love to get to twenty five hundred. And I think how we're going to do this is, is that when we get to twenty five hundred, I'm not going to do anything stupid. But I will. But our good buddy Chandler. But I will. I feel like should have to eat something possibly at twenty five hundred followers on YouTube live on air. 
A Wolverine burger? Wait, wait. The, I don't know if that meat's available. I heard uh, it's quite expensive. I know. I know some people on the dark web. I could probably get a fried Wolverine burger. Bryce might have that in the cooler. You never know. I shot one of them in Duplin County. Oh, yeah. Me and Jay had one killed last year. It's still in the cooler. So you want Chandler to eat something? Chandler, are you on board with this? Or is this the first you're hearing about? I'm thinking maybe like a... Contents king. A spoonful of like a hot sauce. Like the hottest we can find? My roommate gets... All right, so my roommate gets this ridiculously hot sauce and we've tried it before and it's ridiculous or maybe a ghost pepper i'll do it with you live on air i'll I'll do something like that i'm vince mcmahon in the sense that i will do the same things that i ask my people to do i'm willing to do it we'll step up we'll do it together we'll pick out something ridiculous at 2500 subs and we'll do it live on the show one time i went to um i was at fresh market and got like you know you can get meals like you get a chicken you get some sides yeah and i was like i want some hot sauce and i wanted something different wanted to try something different i got it was like scorpion pepper or mm-hmm. something like that i believe that's what it was called and I, you know instead of trying it just douse the chicken with it and after one bite i couldn't you couldn't operate i couldn't live so i, th- I think i've been thinking so about i would recommend that or something like that i think we're gonna have to do a carolina reaper base sauce just for the name what is the hottest sauce available I that we can that, feed to chandler well like the last dab stuff is if on, we, the, on the scale if we if we if we get to 2500 subs on youtube we should get a sub from one of our awesome sponsors and put that hot sauce on the sub that's a good idea there and, you go and eat the sub that's a good idea i like it have josh groves feed you the sub yes there we go yes 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 Yes. yes yes uh jamie says eat some bugs no uh, not, i will not, not eat the bu- i will not eat the not bugs. doing that well y'all are just lame y'all are i will not posers thought we were doing something cool here would you eat it with me no i'm not in on this this is y'all's idea but if you were told to do it would you do it no i'm a grown-ass man who's gonna tell me to eat a, a bug well, I'm a grown ass man. Who's going to tell me to eat a book? Well, you do everything we say. That's true. <laughs> Content is king, Chandler. That's right. Content is king. I'll do whatever. Hey, I do some foolish things up here. I sang the whole dang uh, Miss You by Blink 182 last night, live on the stream. Clip, clip 182. <laughs> Chandler, you were playing some clips. We need to make a super cut of all the dumb things that happened during those watch along dumb things that have happened in the past few weeks we've definitely got to make some sort of like compilation video when you had bryce and chandler and uh and brandon we were all having our own conversations i don't know how people were watching that it was too wild for me to clip (laughs) like i went on to clip it and i couldn't yeah a lot of cursing yeah i i could i i i immediately made the decision that i could not reserve this to the people that it was not a worthy meal 
for them to snack on. But man, I just it was couldn't fun. Serve it up. It was a lot of fun Friday night, especially when EC was dominating Oklahoma. But there was one time during the watch along, I remember sitting. There, I think Shirley was talking to Bryce. You and Brandon were having a conversation, and I remember thinking to myself, people watching this are probably like so confused and are like, "What are what's going on?" Because there was just like sidebar conversations. There were a lot of across the table. There was a lot of people going. in here though. There was yeah. a lot of people in Studio A. So I mean, but it was a lot of fun. Chandler had uh, bank fraud going on, so he was worried about that. Yeah, I got a text saying, "Thank you for updating your pin for Truist," and I'm like, "That's not good." Um, that happened right as we were going on right there. before and while and glenn was saying in the chat because that's chandler wasn't looking <laughs> so at that's what phone. chandler was doing so i didn't know that yeah no that's fine i i ended up changing it anyway but um i do like remotely giving instructions in the chat box yeah rather than like behind the scenes i like no, doing it out in front of everybody total transparency here at pirate radio and total I, transparency. i think i'm ready to go ahead and officially call what we do there a watch party rather than a watch along. I was going to ask you, you okay about that because I noticed that you had picked up the watch party terminology. Yeah. And I didn't know at what point would I switch. Can we make that it. official? Yeah, we can make it official. It's watch party. It's now. official now. All right. You just it's you done. just like the words better. I think it's easier to say. It's easier to, easier to type. Rolls okay. off the tongue. There's easier. no question on whether it's one word or two. Yeah, words. that is true. I. And I did research about the the spelling of it to determine what was correct, and I've seen it both ways. Yeah. So I went with the, with the with the one word, but I like I like watch party better. We we've done so many watch alongs in our day, and to this day, to, to this, this day, day, to this day, I still have to look up to see. All right, is it one word or two words? So sure. now we're we're just gonna go with party. Watch party. Two Coming words. up this football season and basketball season. We have watch parties coming your way. That's correct. And we say basketball season. We're talking about men's and women's. Oh, we're definitely going to. Oh, we're clamping down. Oh, we're clamping Clamp down. down. I mean, I, we, some stations wouldn't say that. They wouldn't have. They wouldn't have the temerity to say that that they cover the what all sports. Temerity. What the? What Tomatoes? is that? Is that a real word? Yes. Well, how do you spell that? Temerity. Temerity? Uh, can you say it in a sentence, please? It's one of those, like, gorilla monsoon words that they used to say. Excessive confidence or boldness. Audacity. Temerity. Wow! wow. Holy big dog. dictionary. Big dog, big word. Temerity. Uh, can, oh, what a what's the flex. origin of the word? It's either, like, gorilla monsoon or Bobby the Brain would say it. And that's totally where it came from. It's a, it's a Coliseum video exclusive word. How, how do you spell it? I just spelled it. T-E-M. Uh, M U R I T. No. T E M E I Ooh. T E M E R I T Y. Temerity. Temerity. Good work. Good work, Glenn. That's good stuff, Glenn. Huge flex. Huge brain flex by the big dog. All right. Uh LSU up six to two on Oregon State in the fifth inning. Arkansas up one nothing on TCU in the second. It is Penn with a two one lead over Southern Miss. Mm as they play in the third on the Buccaneer Music Hall School Board, presented by DeBuck. 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 I went up to Virginia last night. Something told me, hey, put some gas in your car, go up to Virginia, put some money on pin. Didn't work out. Mm. You might want to change that pin again. hey <laughs> And of course, Chandler, I was, I think I'm 11-3 and three now. Technically 11-4, and four because I knew as soon as I gave you a pick to take, it would lose. And I, I did. I I haven't been up to Virginia since March Madness, so I was excited to put something down last night and 
quickly lost my money. <laughs> I was like, this is why I don't miss it. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. Yeah. But I had confidence in you because you've been killing it. I was Mr. Baseball. You were on a hot streak, man. I mean, just. The thread was popping. Mm-hmm. Did you say you drove to Virginia or went to Virginia? Because I mean, Eric says, Chandler, you were in no shape to be driving to Virginia. I think you, you got a ride here from your roommate. Yeah, when he came and picked me up, I said, hey, by the way, can you take me up to Virginia right quick? Just take me to the – I'm not saying take me to Richmond. Don't take me to, you know – State line. I, just go to the state line. Let me – you can park at the state line and just let me walk across the state line and let me put something down right quick. You can wobble right across the state line. I need to get there. Yeah. Pull your car, like, right at the line so it's like – the two wheels the two right wheels are on the line i'll put my hand out the window and do a mobile vet or if i'm like in the passenger seat just have the passenger side of the car yeah in the virginia simple as that area and then i could just place it aren't we close to getting sports gambling yes, here it's got to be close yes it passed another hoop yeah uh, last week and uh if all goes well we should have that january of next year it seems like that's the trajectory all right pike says i learned a new fireworks here that'd be great pike i learned a new (laughs) i mean why not right right, i was just thinking of things we have to drive to another state to get no and so i thought of south carolina and i was like so here's what i do i go to virginia i place all those winning bets i'm 11 and 3 I want to shoot off some fireworks. I have to drive all the way down. You got to go all the way to south of the border border to get fireworks. So, Virginia is our place to go and place bets. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina is our place to go get fireworks. Chase says, can't you just bet online? Not legally. Not here. You can do your your DraftKings, your Daily Fantasy, but not on games. No. You can't bet on games. games Um, Why? I don't know. I guess because people like Chandler and I will lose all our money and become homeless. They're trying to save us. But we're grown men. We make those decisions. We shouldn't have the government tell us what we can do. This is all part of my new show I'm doing here at Pirate Radio. And it's called what? Don't (laughs) clip on me. (laughs) Don't tell me what to do, government. And the logo (laughs) is the snake, and the head of the snake is my face. Jamie, no, we cannot bet online. That's why we go to Virginia. We drive to Virginia because it's legal there. Jamie says you can get a lot of cool things in Virginia you can't get here. All right, Virginia's for lovers. I want to hear. Does Virginia have fireworks? I don't think so. I don't think so either. South Carolina, the only place in the United States you can get fireworks. (laughs) Yes. Myrtle Beach. South Carolina and Arizona. That's set up on the strip. That's the only place in the world that you can get fireworks. South of the border. (laughs) Yeah. Peanut Butter Hero says Virginia is where to get the loud, the loud gas pack. Talk about drugs. We oh, they have legal some legalization process up there. I'm not sure what it is. Man, I don't know all your cool terms, Peanut Butter Hero. Um, Jamie, once again saying weed. So, can you buy weed legally in Virginia? That's what I said. They have some sort of legalization, but I'm not sure what it exactly okay. is. Gotcha. 10-4. Hey, look, we're learning things today um, here on Pirate Radio Live. Glad you glad you are a part of this. Uh, Brad says, I acknowledge the big dog strong vocabulary. Talk about it. <laughs> he the one. Put him up. You is him. <laughs> we got a, uh, a Virginia fan. In Jimmy the, Butler, speaking of. Oh, yeah. Heat won last night. Uh, even series, baby. One to one. Going to Miami. 
going to South Beach, tied at one, and uh, Chandler will be watching that one Wednesday night at AJ's at Sports yeah, Trivia. excited about that. Um, by the way, trying to go back-to-back weeks with 100% being the winner. And uh, we'll also be watching uh, game three of the NBA Finals. So come join us, AJ's, Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. All right, let's take a break. We'll wrap up hour number one. BB, Brian Bailey going to join us uh, coming up at 4 o'clock at some point. We'll hear from Cliff Godwin and the players as well, capping off their 2023 baseball season. Also, Billy Weaver going to join us in hour number three of today's show plus whatever is on your mind on facebook and youtube and twitter you can chime in there and be a part of the show take a time out come back more to go pirate radio live after this listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by pirate water get ready to party pirates go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure 21 and older only pirate water why be yourself when you can be a pirate now back to the show welcome back uh, wood ducks baseball is back and single game tickets are now on sale you can get yours today by calling the front office at 252-643-5305 you can visit them online at woodducksbaseball.com to check out schedules for games, giveaways, theme nights, and post-game fireworks. The Wood Ducks hope to see you out of historic Ranger Stadium all season long. Go Woodies! Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. The Penn Quakers trying to be the second number four seed to advance to a Super Regional along with Oral Roberts. believe I have that correct. Uh, they lead 4-1 to one over Southern Miss right now. Arkansas up one nothing on TCU with the uh, Horned Frogs. Runners second and third with one out. Buccaneer Music Off Scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. Dub Buck. Chandler Honeycutt here in studio. What's up? You like you were going to say something? No, I thought that was the Trey Robertson guy that's been uh, killing it uh, for TCU, but it's not. Yesterday, he went into the game. He had two home runs in the regular season. He had two grand slams and a two-run home run yesterday alone. That's crazy. As uh, TCU put it on Arkansas. Double-digit RBIs in the game. Yeah, 10 stakes. Uh, you want to know something about me? Yeah. Probably one of, if not the best, my most favorite stat in baseball is RBIs. Why is that? I don't know. I just I like being responsible for runs. Bat it in. I always like to uh, keep up with my RBI stats in high school. And used... there's two RBIs right there as two runs will score on a base hit for the Horn Frogs. And they take the lead, two to one. Two to one over Woo Pig Suey. Man. All right. Um, Chad says he wanted more Blink 182 and asked, do we have the clip from last night? Chandler, I really do. I, I think we should. We probably be and me post some of the uh, videos that are just putting together a supercut or something. It would, but for the big dog, that would work out for like a watch party uh, promo coming up this football season or basketball season. Well, we need to keep some of the clips and all that. But um, so Chandler went full emo last night. 
was mad at everything, sad at everything. Was calling people out. Man. I was being very ugly. You were. You were being ugly and unnecessary. And did you enjoy it though? I, I enjoyed it. I think the people did. And I just a bit, guys. It, it really put us in an emo mood. And Chad, it was actually Chad who on the YouTube sang the fur typed out the first sentence to miss you by blink 182 and i took it from there surely let's hear it from last night's watch party man because i can't make it on my own it's a little intro for you chad said hello there the angel from my nightmare, the shadow in the background of the morgue, the unsuspecting victim, darkness in the valley, we can live like Jack and Sally if you want, where you can always find me, and we'll have Halloween on Christmas, and in the night we'll wish this never ends, we'll wish this never ends. <laughs> I miss you, miss you. I miss you, miss you, miss you. Where are you? <laughs> and I'm so sorry. I cannot sleep. I cannot dream tonight. I need somebody at always. The sinking darkness comes creeping on, so haunting every time. And as I stare, I counted the webs from all the spiders catching things and eating their insides like indecision to call you and hear your voice of treason. Will you come home and stop this pain tonight? Stop this pain tonight. Don't waste your time on me. You're already the voice Boy, All right, cut some it. Help with I'm that. about to cuss, but so cut it. All right, there we go. Oh, my goodness gracious. And that's how we watch a baseball game here at Pirate Radio. That was outstanding. I was waiting for the I mean, we were in a good, you, we were in a good mood yesterday. Miss you. And miss I was you. in a really good mood because this guy for Virginia, with a man on first and second base, two outs, hits a ball in the air, and I'm going, all right. Let's get out of here. Woo! Let's go. And that ball just kept going and going and going. And it was a three-run home run. Next thing I know, Virginia's up 4-2 in the seventh. And Mm. my vibe check probably went to an all-time low. And that all-time low was 0 out of 10. Did not feel good after that. Uh, It is a roller coaster of emotions. We... We smiled, we cried, we laughed, we hurled. It was just everything in between. You remember when we took the lead two to one and how fun that was? Yes. Can't remember who it was that hit the base hit. Maybe Moreland, somebody. I think it was my pick to click. Uh, Justin Wilcoxon. Justin Wilcoxon. Man, I was feeling... I wasn't a hundred percent confident. No, I said you. I said you needed seven to win. Yeah, and I mean, going up two to one, I was just glad to be in that situation to have the lead. Let's work with the lead, but I knew that two to one was not going to cut it. That's yeah. not going to uh, for this Virginia team. That I really, to be honest with you, Clip, P 
people might think I'm crazy. Maybe they agree with me, but I could see Virginia going to the World Series. I may I, have underrated them a little bit. I could see them going to the College World Series and making a run at a national title. I could certainly see them beating Duke and or Coastal. Because that lineup that we saw this weekend is just absolutely unbelievable. What stinks is I could see us beating Duke or Coastal. But we won't get that opportunity. Opportunity. Because we couldn't beat the big bad Wahoos. But Virginia looks like a team that is on the uh, on the run for a national title. That that lineup is just from top to bottom can hit. I mean, I believe what, six or seven of the lineup has over a three hundred batting average. There's two of them that I believe are batting over four hundred. Uh in Geloff, anytime you get him to the plate, especially with guys in scoring position. Um, he can do damage. Yeah. So Virginia's going to dangerous. Uh, yeah, Virginia's on the uh, on the prowl, and uh, so watch out for the Cavaliers. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. BB Brian Bailey will join us. We'll get his recap from Charlottesville, thoughts on the season, and we'll talk about other things going on in the world of sports. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs and you can make a difference. Your tax deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month or you can make a one-time donation and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a sad monday as we say goodbye to the 2023 ecu baseball season what a fight what a fun year it was following pirate baseball comes to an end a sunday night to the hands of the virginia cavaliers who uh, at the end of last segment chandler and i were saying have a chance to uh, to do something special this year so uh we'll see what happens when they take on duke or coastal let's get a quick update TCU up on Arkansas two to one in the third. LSU up seven to two in the sixth inning. It is Pennsylvania five, Southern Miss one. So Penn trying to uh, become the second fourth seed to advance to the Supers. Coastal and Duke coming up tonight at six o'clock. That game is a pick'em. So uh, so there you go. And uh, Ryder Giles in Kentucky taking on Indiana coming up at 6 as well. Stanford and A&M later tonight. So uh, still a lot of baseball action going on on this Monday. We were hoping the Pirates would be playing right now, but not to be. Brian Bailey joins us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. He was in Charlottesville uh, over the weekend and, and late last week. You were there uh, the whole time, Bailey, the lead up to it and all the games. So uh, you back in North Carolina yet? Yeah, I left this morning early and I uh, got in town about uh, a little before lunchtime and picked Bella up from work and B and I are hanging out now, so good to be home. 
Bailey, you are a uh, legend in the sports casting field, and you've been to a lot of cool events, seen a lot of great games and things like that. But, man, how, how fun is a regional? You had had a chance to travel to a regional in a long time because ECU has hosted so many in a row. But uh, I know you had a good time over the last four or five days. Yeah, you know, what makes it a good time is when you have a, a home you know, atmosphere that, that is really – you know, fired up into their team, and and the Virginia atmosphere was very good. It wasn't what an East Carolina atmosphere would have been, but it was, still was very good. And there were so many Pirate fans there that really made for you know an even better atmosphere, uh, you know, for the games. And you know, you just you just hate it. You know, it, it's kind of like I think I can hear it in your voice that it's almost depressing because all of a sudden, really, the sports world ends for our our little neck of the woods yeah. until August. Pirate football. I mean. You know, we're done right now. I don't know what we're going to do for sports later this week. But, you know, with Rose High losing, you hate to hear that. Yeah, everything comes to an end, and it's just, uh, you know, you got to get through the summer now. Yeah, and uh, we'll be doing plenty of football previewing here the next couple of months right here on Pirate Radio. Really, you just got to get through July because in August, you've got fall camp, you've got NFL preseason, you got fantasy drafts. Uh, it kind of gets going in August. But, yeah, June and July are a little bit rough, Bailey. Yeah, it is, and, and you, you know, you know, when the Pirates go to a super regional, that takes another week, yeah, you know, out of it. But uh, this year they won't go to the super regional, but still they had a an outstanding season, and I, I've said it a number of times during the spring. I think we're all spoiled to just how good this Pirate baseball program is, and they really represent East Carolina so you know so valiantly. And it was it was a good game last night. I mean, it, it was it was one of those games. I think the Pirates you know could have won. You look at as coach says a game of inches, and really it turned out to be. And, and that that it, it, that one home run that was ruled an inside the park homer that Lane Hoover swears was was over the fence, but they, they called it an inside the park. And on the replay, it looked like it was inside the park. It didn't look like it went out. Wait, I thought they called that a home run. Uh, well, they ruled it. They ruled it officially on the on the scorebook as an inside the park. And then I asked the the, the people there how they ruled it and they said they ruled it inside the park oh. and they may have changed but that's the way i was told oh interesting all right initially we thought that and we were wondering why riley johnson was sitting there watching it that nobody got the ball um but then on the broadcast shortly after that they said it was a home run so okay i don't know yeah it didn't look like a home run to me on the you know on the video but and I asked a couple of people now. It, it could have been changed, and maybe I asked the wrong people. But my story was it was inside the park on run. But uh, and and I knew when I was saying it, I could have been wrong information because I wasn't sure. But but I asked the only two people I knew to ask. I asked, and they both said no. It was ruled inside the park. So well, I'll trust you because one gripe I had about watching these games is and the announcers were fine in my opinion anisha roff and devin travis there were some folks that that didn't like them whatever i thought they did uh they were into the game um devin travis you could tell he loves baseball but they weren't there bailey they were you know thousands of miles away or whatever calling it from their basements and they poor riley johnson they called him jacob jenkins coward lane hoover uh called him every name in the book and that is i guess it's not completely their fault they need somebody there at the games 
to you know be in their ear tell us saying substitutions who's warming up in the bullpen all that stuff so that was one gripe so yeah if you're trusting anything that was said on the tv broadcast you got to take it with a grain of salt because those guys weren't there yeah and you know the other thing that, that my gripe with the regional was you know in 2016 we were there and they had all the interviews and stuff right on the first baseline they had a hall of fame area right there and had some trophies you know in, in the trophy case and stuff like that well, they turned that room into a weight room. And so they had us going to this, I think it was called a Miller Center. It was at least a quarter of a mile away, up a hill, and through gravel. And you're trying to take a, a, a camera and a TVU, which is what we go live with, and a tripod and all this stuff. I, had a big, and I have a big wagon I pack, and I just you know drag it up. But I tell you, man, they didn't make it easy for us. And that, that, was, that was kind of odd to me because in this day and age, you know, in the media room, they didn't have a TV on to watch the game. So if you're trying to do work and keep up with the game, you couldn't do it. And so they got they got a little work to do, I think. Well, a Brian Bailey's got a big old wagon. B, <laughs> I can't believe I, I, Slim Short and Jim Woods Bailey. They're, they're rolling in their graves here, and you complain about this stuff. Back in their day, my goodness, what are you? You're you're such a millennial, Bailey. No, no, I'm telling you, this was past the millennial stage. I mean, it was. It was <laughs> It was crazy how, yeah. how it was how it was spread out because you, you had to go one place for one thing and one place for another and it just wasn't it wasn't well thought out because it, and I guess I'm spoiled too because East Carolina does a good job you know having everything over in the building you know right there and and it, just the way that they they got the coaches to the interviews and you got to do the interviews and and so yeah I'm spoiled too but but they they did a much better job. It's hard to believe that some somebody a school like that could do a much better job in sixteen than they do in twenty three. But that was the case. Brian Bailey joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line, uh, and Bailey uh, a positive out of this weekend was East Carolina taking it to Boomer Sooner twice. How about that? I was I was worried going into that game on Friday, and uh, I shouldn't have been worried because you had great pitching performances. You had. Um, some good bullpen work and the pirate bats got going. It was uh, everything was clicking on Friday, and then they came back on on Sunday and did the same thing against the Sooners. How about two wins over Oklahoma? Yeah, and I was more worried about the second game. The first game, I thought the Pirates would come out and play pirate baseball, and I thought they had a really good chance to win it. The second time, because then you're dealing with the fact that you know you lose to Virginia, you know it's an uphill battle out of the loser's bracket to win, you know, win the regional. What, what's your thought process going to be? But they did a good job of just saying, hey, you know, let's just take it one at a time, one pitch at a time, you know, the, all the coaches saying that they have. But they really did a nice job of that, and they really outplayed Oklahoma in, in two different games and, you know, and, and took Virginia into the late innings. I mean, Virginia with those, you know, a pair of three-run homers. And as Coach Godwin said afterwards, you know, the, the, his pitchers pitched well, but there was one bad pitch here and one bad pitch there. Against a good team like Virginia that can really hit the baseball, you know, that's all it takes. Brian Bailey joining us. Uh, Chandler and I were talking about how good Virginia looked, and uh, our buddy Halftime Don at Menji's basketball games, Chandler, uh, he doesn't like Virginia's long term chances. He says, if Virginia wins the title, I'll drink three six packs of Yoohoo's on the courthouse steps. So uh, he, I don't know. I, I think that they got a great chance to get by Duke and Coastal Bailey, uh, but we'll see what happens from there. Yeah, I think they're better than both of those teams, especially playing at home, uh, like they will be. I don't know if they've got the pitching to win it all. I know they do have the hitting to win yeah. it all. They, they can hit with anybody, 
and they got some really good players, and and they, they you know, they just they hit. I, I, that's why I think you know, Pirate fans got to think back to to what East Carolina did against them, and East Carolina really played well in those two games. They really pitched it well in those two games. And how about Lane Hoover hits one through the left side, his last at bat as a Pirate, to load the bases for Jacob Starling with a chance to tie it. And, man, watching on TV, he didn't miss it by much, Bailey. He just got under it. Uh, Looked like uh, another – you talked about game of inches. Give him another eighth or uh, quarter inch, and and that might have been a tie ball game. You know, and from my angle, I was sitting behind home plate on the mezzanine right there. Uh, in our work area, and I, when he hit it, I thought, "Uh oh!" <laughs> and, and the wind, the wind was kind of weird because you know the one night the wind was blowing in. There was some the first Virginia game. There was some blasts in that game for both Virginia and for East Carolina. Just just blast. Yeah, and it would hit. It would hit that wind and just die. And, and then you know, if, if he had a little wind pushing it out, that ball would have been called by Starling, but uh, wasn't meant to be. He did hit it well though. Brian Bailey joining us. Bailey, how about this question? Um, more likely to not be coaching at East Carolina in 2024, Cliff Godwin or Jeff Palumbo? Boy, that's tough. That's tough. Because, you know, Coach Palumbo's name is going to pop up all over the place yep. again. Uh, I would say, I would say most likely – I would say most likely not to be coaching would be Palumbo. That Palumbo may may get a head coaching position and 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 both, but I don't think it's going to happen. Right, right, right. We're we're saying hey, they're both back. Everything's cool, but it's uh, it's a uh, it's reality. His his name's out there, like yeah. you said. Well, the thing about it is, and and I've said this for all of the years I've been here, but Greenville's a special place. Some of us fit in, and and we love it here. And I think Palumbo loves it here. I think his family loves it here, I, and I know Cliff loves it here. But it, it's going to take something pretty special to get any of those guys, you know, away. But at some point, you know, I know Palumbo's the type I would think that wants to be a head coach at some point if the right situation, you know, is there. But I don't know. He, he's he's a heck of a coach, and and Coach Godwin would tell you that every time uh, he's a heck of a coach, and he would hate to lose him. Yeah, I saw you uh, with uh, with Mr. Godwin, Cliff's dad, uh, there at the regional, and with um, Albert Holloman as well, some old pirates. And Bailey, I, you mentioned people loving Greenville. You've stuck around here forever. I wonder how many, uh, what percentage East Carolina Greenville falls in on coaches staying in the area after their coaching days. And just off the top of my head, I thought of Mike Steele, Coach Steele, who uh, raised his kids here, Drew, and I was good friends with Derek growing up. We played ball together. And uh, he stayed here after his time. And then uh, recently, you know, Coach Rick Smith, who coached at a lot of different places, and he's from Florida, but he decided to stay here in eastern North Carolina. So uh, I don't know if that's the case everywhere, but you get folks that uh, that love it around here. Yeah, I think, you know, you got a guy like Coach Shank, who's he's almost ready to retire, but he's not quite ready. He takes a job with Coach Houston's staff in a different role. I think he's really going to enjoy that. I think that's the same type thing. He's very comfortable here and, and, and likes it here. And, you know, this is, this is a, it's a great spot, and, and, that, and that's a good thing. All right, Bailey, uh, we'll start mixing in some football talk in our Monday chats. Um, do you know the Cowboys over-under win total this year? Have you seen it? What do you guess it is? I was thinking it's around nine. So you can 
at BetMGM, it's 10, and it's kind of even on both sides. If you want to throw a little juice out there at the other sports books, it's 9.5 with the over. you got to pay a little bit more uh, than you do the under. So over, under, 9.5. What do you think about that number? Well, that's easy over. It's, they're, they're at 13 or 14. God, I, I hope I can play this back at some point later this calendar year. <laughs> I'm going to mark this date. <laughs> but uh, you're probably right. Uh, they'll, they'll do what they do in the regular season, and then you just got to hope they can yeah, you're right. put something together in the playoffs, right? Well, I think you got you to gotta quantify it by saying good Dak gets 12, bad Dak, they're, they're at 7. Mm. That's how you do it, man. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Have you uh, you talked to Holt, Morgan, anybody? You got an update on uh, how he's doing in Seattle? Uh, last time I talked, I haven't talked to Morgan in a week because I've been gone, but uh, he he says that Holt's very happy up there, really has enjoyed everything, he's learning every day. And, uh, you, you know, I, I think he goes into the preseason and he's going to get some time. He's going to get some playing time in the preseason for sure. And hopefully he'll be able to play his way at least into that third spot and, you know, He'll have a shot to, to go after that number two spot. If he could get to that number two spot, wouldn't that be something? And they, and if I read the rule correctly, they're they're going to, to they're going to avoid this running back, receiver, whatever, playing quarterback in the games now. So right. you can use the third quarterback as an emergency, and it won't count on the official roster. So does that basically mean all the third quarterbacks on teams are eligible to play if you know both QBs go down? Uh, that's what I read it as, right? That's what it sounds like. That sounds like, you know, the third quarterback would travel. I don't know what that means as far as, you know, your time in the NFL. Because if you get so many, what is it? All right. Three years, four years, or whatever years of service, then you get a pension and that kind of thing. And that can be, you know, really lucrative if you can pull that thing off. So, but I'm not sure what the numbers are. But I think that that's all that leads into something positive for Holt. Jamie says, uh, what's the over-under on number of games Dak plays? Are you saying that because of injury or performance? I don't know. But how many games does Dak play this year, Bailey? He better play a lot because I mean, I think <clears throat> Super Rush okay, but he's going to, you know, he, he's he, well, he did, he did well because he, he settled the team down and, and they ran the football a lot and played winning football. And then Dak comes in and I don't know if Kellen Moore had him confused or what, but he's gone now, so. Hopefully, and McCarthy will take over and see what happens. I ain't rooting for any Cowboys, but I do have Tony Pollard as a keeper. It is going to be kind of weird to see. Uh, is Zeke still out there floating around? He's he's with nobody, right? Yeah, I think he's with nobody. Yeah. The word is that he's definitely lost a step, and he may not sign with anybody. That's, uh, that is the sign of the times with running backs. It's crazy. Yeah. BB, uh, good stuff. We'll talk uh, some football as we lead up to August, September. Going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we will tie a bow on this baseball season. Another fun year for the Pirates, but uh, start to get ready for some pigskin here soon. Yeah, getting ready for football. But it was it was a great baseball season. And just you know, talking to those guys, and you know, it starts with their banquet that they have every year and leads up to the – opening day and then all the cold weather and it just it was just another fun year they win a lot of baseball games and as coach says one of these days they'll knock that door down 33 regional appearances without a trip to omaha but gotta come to an end one of these days yes sir and uh you know what i just got excited about parker's barbecue eastern carolina 3a 4a or the big what do they call it the big bailey conference whatever it is the big Big Carolina. The Big Carolina. I'm ready for Media Day at Parker's. That's a month and a half or so away. Yeah, that's coming up pretty soon. All right. Be fun. I'm excited now. BB, thanks for joining us, man. 
Hi, buddy. We'll see you. Later. There is Brian Bailey. Well, you think, Chan Man? That put a smile on your face. Yeah, that, um... Give me that family is that time, style. Is it that time of year already? I was trying to think. Like, it felt like we didn't do that that long ago. So I was like, am I no. thinking about this correctly? I remember being there last year and interviewing all the local high school coaches. It seems like it was just a few months ago, but yeah. it's been almost a year. It's and coming before up. Before you know it, we'll be uh, chowing down on some Parkers and seeing how some of these local high school teams are going to be doing this year. Looking forward to that as we uh, switch on football gears. Friday. Or touchdown friday yeah we'll uh bring some fantasy segments here on pirate radio live it's not going to take me much to i try to put off listening to my first fantasy football podcast till july late june but i don't know i'll probably be listening to one next week i uh i apologize for saying football friday yeah that was tough well well the reason is, is that i've been thinking about tom Suter a lot since friday night <laughs> another great clip from uh friday's watch tom Suter, uh grew up i remember going are you home. really gonna talk about this again no i just i was i was just gonna say i remember going home after like high school football games and watching football friday with tom Suter. okay and he's jesus christ in, <laughs> okay. in my house chandler loves some dang tom Suter, as do i jamburger uh let's take a break uh jamie says starting to get over baseball onto football the show is helping you know what maybe we're we got to provide that service to you we've got to help you move on by talking pirate football college football nfl high school football fantasy football all things football we can all move on together get through a football season watch some mike schwartz kim mcneil hoops and then guess what folks the weather's cold again, and it's time for more Pirate Baseball. The circle of life. All we got to do is just hold on for one more day so we can see all the greatness that is sports at East Carolina and across our great globe. Let's take a break. More to go. Pirate Radio Live, Hour 2. Back with you after this. Feels like I'm knocking on Howard's door. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about the current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and st- uh, show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Oh my, Southern Miss has tied it up 5-5 five to five with Penn as they play in the fifth inning. Fives are wild. And auburn alabama man there's nothing sadder than a regional being played by two teams that are not the host school it's a little bit different when it's like when ecu won in charlottesville and ecu actually has fans there and i I think i don't remember because i had totally tuned out but 
UNCW and South Carolina played in a regional final in Greenville. I think they had a few fans there. But um, when you've got Southern Miss and Penn going at it at Auburn, I guess you got a few Eagles fans there, but not much of an atmosphere in that stadium today. Chandler Honeycutt back in the Pirate Radio studios. Yeah, I just wanted to enjoy some squeeze play right quick. I, I enjoyed that. Uh, Man. When I got home last night after our watch-along, uh, we had the TV set up outside. We were chilling and watching the uh, – watch long and seeing what kind of college baseball was going on this is an awesome thing that they do uh it's basically like the red zone of college baseball it is fantastic uh friday was an all-timer man i was living high on the hog oh sitting around the house friday afternoon before coming in here watching games uh then we did our pregame and our watch along thanks to tiebreakers watch party now i'm calling it watch along watch party thanks to tiebreakers for the awesome food and for presenting our watch parties this weekend and make sure you um, are going to our sponsors and showing them how much you appreciate them for being a part of us here at pirate radio and tell them that pirate radio sent you then what and ask for the chan ask for the chan the 12 hot extra crispy traditional wings by the way um marcus crandall was batting a thousand on his guests uh, in the past month or so uh tiebreakers batted a thousand with their wings on friday and on sunday never heard of this before tyler is catching up from earlier in the show we were talking about what chandler should eat if we were to get to whatever number glenn said uh 2500 um he says a little nitro gummy challenge i never heard of that i just googled it up Lil Nitro, the world's hottest gummy bear. I love gummy bears, but I've never heard of a Lil Nitro. How about that, Chandler? I'll do it. If y'all tell me to do it, I'll do it. If it's for the people, if it's for content, if it's to help uh, viewership for our social media platforms, I'll do it because I'm a team player. You are. There is no I in Chandler. No, there's not. There's really not. There's no I. There's no I in Chandler or Honeycutt. Yeah. That, and you were born to be a team guy. Yeah. Not a me guy. You're a wee guy. You're a wee little man, Chandler Honeycutt. All right. Uh, also, Josh Thomas just got back in town. JT. Boys, I'm back in town. Not the outcome we wanted, but super proud of this team. Already ready for 2024. We ready. You don't have to get we ready. We ready. You don't have to get ready if you stay ready. Josh, the grill master, saw him cooking up some awesome food there in Charlottesville. Took, I believe some sausages. Took the uh, grill on the road, man. I've I have to be honest here. I've munched off of some of his work in the jungle this year. Um, I think the most consistent thing he was cooking up was tater tots, which they were always good. The brats were good. I remember having a sausage dog out there one day, one day for an EC baseball game. So good. Uh, so shout out to Josh Thomas and all those guys uh, in left field, the megaphone crew. Uh, they do such a good job of promoting ECU baseball. Uh, Jamie is suggesting Rocky Mountain oysters. Nah. I, nah. Why not? I'm not a seafood guy. Well, good to hear because those are made of bull testicles. You are a big testicle guy, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you got to have... You gotta have. <laughs> you gotta co- have what? Cocahones. 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 
Um, look at that, Chandler. You get a little sauce on the side. Dip it in. Oh, good. Awesome. Thank you for the sauce. Rocky Mountain Oysters. Not a seafood guy, but he is a testicle guy. So they're bull balls. Yeah. Mm. Cocajones. Cocajones. Will they give me bull balls? What? Will they give me bull, bull balls? Again, you're speaking in a language I'm not familiar with. Will they give me bull balls? Why are you talking away from the mic? We can hear what you're saying. Say it into the mic. Balls. No, it will not give you bull balls. You will still have regular human testicles. Uh, Eric says, yo, Chandler, great job on updating the school board banner on the watch parties. Is he being serious? I think so. I think. All right. Thank you, Eric. Because now, I thought I did a pretty good job of it on Friday because I remember having to get by Brandon Manning so many times. But yesterday, I was kind of uh, lackadaisical uh, on changing the school board. So. But I do appreciate it. It's a nice little touch to our watch parties. It is. We it keeps us from having to repeat the score because you can just read it on the screen. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure that we'll u- utilize that coming up in the fall for EC football watch-alongs, perhaps, and uh, some basketball. Uh, hopefully, we can get some uh, preseason uh, or those you know those preseason tournaments, those that, tournaments, those tournaments. Those the women are in a good one of those. If we could get it on TV, we could do uh, a watch party for that. Absolutely, yeah. I, but I, I think back to uh, the EC Oklahoma basketball game that we watched and whatever tournament they were in, and that was fun to fun to do. So we'll we'll do that this fall coming up, and we'll utilize the scoreboard as well. That looked like a pop fly off the bat. It was not. It was a bomb home run to opposite field. Ding dong for the Razorbacks, and they take the lead over TCU. Does that remind you of anything? Yeah, and and I'm glad to know that we weren't the only ones. There was several people watching uh, on YouTube that said they thought that home run last night, the go-ahead home run for Virginia, was a pop fly to left center. We weren't the only ones. Ellerby was there. He said it looked like a bomb, smelled like a bomb, was a bomb. Uh, it didn't look that way on TV. No, and I think the biggest thing, too, was the guy that hit it, I can't remember what, who it was, but he, his body language didn't say, oh, I just hit a bomb. He popped it up, and, I mean, he kind of ran out of the box like, all right, that's a fly ball. This is going to be out number three. ECU's going to get out of here and maintain their 2-1 lead. But as they showed the – the biggest thing I saw is when they showed the uh, the outfield – you just saw Lane Hoover and Riley Johnson or whoever was out there just kept running and running and running. Then you saw them stop running, and then you're like, all right, that's gone. And it was not just gone. It was way gone. I mean, it was an absolute bomb, but we were mind-blown because we were we were tricked for sure. Todd. 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 Todd is in. Uh, he was one of our winners the other night. Back-to-back home runs from Arkansas. You're right. So uh, that is what just transpired in Fayetteville and Woo Pig Suey has a 4-2 to two lead over Texas Christian. That's a cool place to watch a game. Got some nice chairs up like there. Balcony. And right field. Looks pretty cool. The frat boys are fired up. Let's go, man. Let's go. It's summertime. <laughs> it's summertime and Arkansas winning a baseball game. The Beavs are in a lot of trouble. They now trail 11-4 to to LSU in the Baton Rouge Regional. Regional. Well, good thing that Oregon State's not hosting. I wonder where Coach O is. I haven't heard. 
I need to find out. Where is Coach O this weekend? Wherever he's at. He's a poot. He's a poot. Gordon, uh, going back to our previous chat with Brian Bailey, I believe, says it was changed to a home run above the line. I believe he's referring to yesterday. And that's what it looked like. That's what they said on the television. So, And that explains why nobody went and picked up the ball. That was crazy. Yeah. I remember we were talking about that. Like, Riley Johnson makes a awesome effort yeah. to try to catch the ball. Ball bounces off the wall. Ball's just rolling back into center field. There's nobody around the ball. You don't see Lane Hoover. You don't see Carter Cunningham going to get it. We're like, alright, what's going on? Next thing you know, you see the guy that hit the ball diving head first in the home plate and it's the inside the park home run. So we're sitting here thinking alright, so was that a home run or an inside the park home run? So I guess it's still um, to be conti- to be continued on what they scored it. Uh, Brian Bailey did say he asked some people up there in Virginia, and they said that they had scored it a inside the park home run. So who knows? But that was uh, that was kind of the backbreaker because that was uh, that made it seven to four or seven to two uh, Virginia. Credit to the Pirates for getting back in it and having a chance. <clears throat> if that Jacob Starling ball would have been hit a oh, little more pure, God. it was there. The opportunity was there. A lefty was uh, on the mound. All right, so I, I discussed this on the watch long. I haven't said it on Pirate Radio Live, but in 10 years, if you come up to me and say, man, you remember that EC Virginia game back in 2023, the Saturday night game? The storyline for me is going to be the wind blowing in because Saturday night, there are so many times where I thought off the bat that is gone. And then they show the outfield, and it's being caught just either at the warning track or right at the wall. Or there's there was a couple times there was just a routine pop up fly ball. But that wind on Saturday, I was with a buddy of mine, and he had um, a friend of his who was at the game, and he sh- sh- sent him a video, and the flags in, at the outfield were blowing in. So I mean, there was three or four times Saturday night where I thought we got a good piece of hitting, and it was going to be a home run. And it just it didn't happen. Even that Joey Brini bomb, or that Joey Brini, the last out of the yeah. game. I thought Joey Brini had tied the ball game, and uh, it was caught for the final out. So, um, and then that kind of reminded me when you said because we thought uh, Jacob Starling when he when he got a hold of that baseball, we thought that it was going to be a that would have been a, what a tie game, tie would have been tie, 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 tie. Um, but yeah, I, I thought off the bat that Jacob Starling had got all of that one, and it just uh, that wasn't the case. It was an out. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna call it the Bob Seeger game, Chandler, because we against were against the win. We were against the win. Against the win. I'm older now, but still running against the win. Jamie said that UVA kid last night hit that home run. It looked like a pop up. No way it was gonna be a home run. He got way under it. That's what I thought. And guess what? It was a home run, and it was a backbreaker. Ow! Broke the back. Did it was step on a crack. It was a uh, King Slender. Who gets that reference? King Slender. Are you gonna Google it real quick? Oh, are you doing something else? King Slender. Google King Slender and tell me what pops up, Chandler. King Slender. I just saw his picture at the very top. He's a character. He's a pro wrestler. Yes. His for f- the NES. Yeah, yep. Pro wrestling on Nintendo. His finisher was the backbreaker. 
<laughs> that was the King Slender. King Slender. Great game. Guess what? They had a guy named Starman in that game as well. No way. They did. He had a pink suit and a blue star on his face. Mm. In fact, next year, I might go away from the... Um, Wait, is that... Like, you made a Photoshop of Jacob Starling? Is that's that from that? David Bowie. Oh. And David Bowie's face paint. But next year, I might... I might try to incorporate Starman the wrestler into my Jacob Starling Photoshop. Can we still use there's a Starman waiting in the sky? Finish it. No, unfortunately, we cannot use that anymore. Why not? It's just, we can't. It's too old. It's just, we can't do it anymore. Caught the birdhouse. It just yeah. we had fun with it, but now we got to just retire it. It's over. It's all over. Let's take a break. This is a hoss up here. Now. LSU has a lot they of fat a, guys. They got a, a lot of hosses. I this I, guy also looks like he plays like church league softball. <laughs> Does he not? He looks like yes. he plays church league softball. Well, he's also. I hit one three sixty, but he's also like <laughs> four foot eleven. Dude, we played uh, Harmony Baptist Church, man, and we hit one. <laughs> I, dude, I swear to you, Jason hit one four fifty three. I swear. He said he can't come uh, this week. He's playing in a regional with LSU. But he'll be back next week when we play Christ the Covenant first. Where's Timmy at? He's playing in a regional. They're playing somebody uh, up there in Baton Rouge. But he should be back for the tournament next week. He's the third fat guy I've seen on this team. They've had two pitchers. One one was not fat. He was hefty. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Uh, Strike three. Come on, man. They don't call that a strike in church league softball. <laughs> I'm pulling for the fatties in Baton Rouge to win it all. This guy is short. No. Imagine if Lane Hoover was he is a 250 more pounds. He is a college student. <laughs> that is crazy. LSU big lead he over. He got the Baton Rouge and said, all right, where's the nearest Baptist church and do they have a softball team? Do they? If not, I'm out. I'm transferring. I'm going to Tulane. <laughs> We'll take a break. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Billy Weaver joins us hour three and more of this as we say goodbye to the baseball season and look ahead. Back with you. Rick got the King Slender reference. Way to go, Rick. Rick can That tour. means you're old like me. Back with you after this. With your pants, with your cupcakes. It's a little secret just for Robinson's You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's a clip. Man, this is a song gets me going but it's not a, a happy song and it reminds me of like teenage angst but it does put me in a good mood great tune performed originally by the gin blossoms there you go 
Chandler Honeycutt's here. Shirley Rhodes is here on a Monday. Shirley, how was your weekend? Oh, it was pretty good. Played a little softball and uh, did a couple of things, um, you know, uh, around the house. Caught up on some laundry and uh, getting ready for uh, another softball Shirley weekend coming up this weekend. Hey, where are you going? Uh, this time, actually, Raleigh. Rollywood. It'd be the first time we have played a tournament in the state of North Carolina. Ever? No, not ever. Just this year. Well, the closest we've ever come to playing, and I say close, was Charlotte last year on <coughs> Halloween weekend. Um, that was the first time we actually played a tournament in North Carolina. We've always had to go out of state, but this will be our second in-state tournament, but it's the first time we're going to be doing it in Raleigh. What's your team name? The Carolina Thunder. Okay. Man, bring it rain. And maybe you'll see that guy that was just batting for LSU in that tournament this weekend. (laughs) Please tell me y'all play Thunderstruck. um, As y'all show up to the ballpark. We play Thunderstruck, and we also play Thunder by Imagine Dragons. Lightning and the Thunder. Yeah. And believe me when I say we've got lightning and thunder on our team. Uh, Poor Quakers. Uh, If you thought their lead was safe... I hope you didn't write that in with a pen. I hope you used a pencil because Southern Miss has taken the lead. Wow. What do you think about that? Did I go too far? <clears throat> didn't like it? Not a fan. Um, I do want to ask. Southern Miss up 8-5. to five. Buccaneer Music Hall Scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. Um, I feel like I know this. I feel like I knew it at one point, but what is a Quaker? An old. An old? An old. They make oats. An old person people oatmeal is it a political Their mascot is, is it a whole person <laughs> is it a it's not like the wigs it's like the wig party is it a political party is it a i believe uh, no i See, believe I, it's a religion is it a is religious it, thing uh, yeah hold on one right. second i thought i had learned this in school at one point what is a quaker a Quaker is people look, who belong guy. to a historically a Protestant Christian set of denominations okay. known as the Religious Society of Friends. Good call, Shirley. Members of these movements are generally united by a belief in a human's ability to experience the light within. Chandler, uh, or see that God in everyone, Chandler, that of God in everyone. Chandler uh, thought it was after when you eat uh, twelve wings and you, you rip a big one, yeah. you call it a Quaker. Yeah. <laughs> Uh oh, I got a Quaker coming. <laughs> They're like, what? Pin? Pin? Pin playing? I'm like, no. Nah. Clear the room. Terrible. Clear the room. Quaker coming. I got it's a Quaker. two little butt cheeks. Hey, did you hear about the earthquake that happened yesterday? <laughs> what was it on the Richter scale? No, it was uh, Chandler Honeycutt at the Pirate Radio Studios. He had some uh, tiebreakers wings. Did you know? <laughs> did you know the Richter scale? John likes nothing more than smelling his own fart. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow we have a soundbite for everything. Yeah, it's sure. funny how it works out that way. Um, the Richter scale, named after Andy Richter, who was on Conan O'Brien. Crap. He was like his sidekick. Right? Yeah. Yeah. People forget that. Yeah. Uh, I got to say this. Southern Miss has terrible uniforms. Are they the? Are they not the same as they were when we were playing them in Conference USA? I don't know. They look just about the same. They just say Eagles in a very boring font. Like, I don't know, man. And then they also have US. You remember how ECU used to have the ECU in diagonal? Yeah. That's how they're... It's just USM and... Well, I mean, Brett Favre spent all that money 
you know, Hell. for their volleyball court. So, you know, <laughs> that's probably why their uniforms look Woo. like that. Hey, Brett, throw some of that money uh, hey, Brett. to the baseball team, if yeah. you will. All right. Thank you, Eric, Jamie, and uh, Gordon for letting us know what a Quaker is. Asked and answered. We're learning a lot. We're learning new words. We're learning what words mean. Um, also, Pike was asking what the W on my hat stands for. Washington Commander. Speaking of awful, winner, awful, boring logos. It's not even a logo. It's a letter. It's literally a letter. It's a letter. It's a letter in a weird font. It's uh, we are so lame. Losers. Y'all are losers. Pretty much. It should be L for loser. I uh, I can't can't deny that. We have to we gotta play ourselves out of that phrasing. Like I feel bad for you being a commanders fan, not just because of your organization, but because of the name and the look. That is just awful. Everything. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I don't have time to worry about things like that when Do you go to bed at night just crying when ron rivera starts carson wentz against the cleveland browns in a must-win game at home and they lose and ron rivera didn't even know they needed to win so i don't have time to worry about all this other stuff that did happen didn't it that's all i think about like people probably think you're joking when you say that that actually happened all that stuff happened he said oh wait what we got a must-win game let's start carson wentz let's let him throw three interceptions and lose to the browns and then after the game right. not realize they needed to win the game okay i love ron rivera but he's, he's a good guy he sucks yeah he's a great guy that sucks man he could be on the top 10 great guys who suck list. <laughs> Let's name him out. All right, who is on the top 10 greatest guys who suck? Oh, there's a lot of quarterbacks. <laughs> like, You're uh, a great guy, but man, you suck. <laughs> this is a Ron t- Rivera's up there. Ron Rivera is on the Mount Rushmore of just awesome human beings that suck. Like you could say, like a um, I don't. I'm just gonna name a name. Trent Dilfer, He's like a, a really good guy. Sucks. Then he win a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you see that Super Bowl? Did you watch that season? They went, they went five or six weeks without scoring a touchdown. That is serious. That is. Not, I'm not is making that, that up. Thirty for thirty. Yes. Um. I need to watch that. By the way, it's a great thirty for thirty. Let's see. Ravens week without a touchdown. Um, also, some of that well, might have been Tony Banks. So you can't put it all on Dilfer. So Trent Dilfer is a great guy who sucks. Uh, he's a candidate. They went five consecutive weeks without scoring a touchdown <laughs> and won the Super Bowl. That's not good. That's an, not good. An offense or defensive touchdown. Yeah, and they have to put that in there because their defense was getting like four interceptions a week. And uh, they were like doing all they – they were winning games. They didn't lose all those games. Like They still won. They probably went like three and two in those games without scoring oh, a touchdown. Irving misses the Southern Miss rivalry. I'm with you, Irving. I like that rivalry. The football rivalry was uh, really good, especially when Larry Fedora was there. Those were some uh, really good games in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. And in baseball. Well, even, yeah, before that, when they had the guy they fired, and I can't think of his name now. 
John Cox was their play-by-play voice. Who was the guy that was there forever as their coach? I'm ashamed of myself for not knowing his name. Somebody tell me. You Larry remember? Fedora. No, before that. Oh. The guy they got rid of. Who was the guy that came in and went 0-12 with them? Was Here's the awesome? guy. No, his name was Johnson. Ellis Johnson. Ellis Johnson. Ellis Johnson was his name. Great guy who sucked. Yeah. John Thompson. Great guy. Awesome sucked. guy. Sucked. John Thompson is on the great guys who suck list. <laughs> yeah. Welcome in. Ellis Johnson on that list. Larry Johnson, not on that list. Because I don't know if he's a great guy, but he didn't suck. I know that much. There's somebody else out there that's a great guy, but my gosh, he sucked. Who was the coach? Butch Davis? No. Who was the coach that was there? I don't want right, to. I'm about to look it up. All right. Look up Southern Miss football coaches. Let's take a break. When we return, Billy Weaver joins us on the Pirate Radio Live line. Uh, we'll talk a little more Pirate Baseball. Talk about what else is going on in the world of sports. Jeff Bauer. Is that him? I believe that is who I was looking for. Thank you, Eric. Is it me you're looking for? What was Bauer's record there? All right, Todd Munkin was the Todd, 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 Todd. Uh, it was Jeff Bauer. Well, Jeff what Bauer. was Jeff Bauer's record? Um, 203 and 119. Yeah, won a whoa, lot of whoa, games. Whoa, there. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff Bauer. Thank you, Eric. Um, that was the answer I was looking for. Let's take a break. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. Hour three is on the way. Jason Gray says, <clears throat> Coach Mo, great guy who sucks. Was he a great guy? I got nothing against him. It's always nice. Hey, you're a great guy, Coach, but you suck. All right, Jason, thank you for adding to the list. All right, let's take a break. Come back. More to go after these words. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. At Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. Carolina Caliber will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. <laughs> Back with you on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We are talking you through the pain of an ECU baseball season coming to an end. Still got to close the door on that, but you know what? We're going to open our other door, our our patio door to football and say, welcome in. Take your time. We don't need you here right now. But the door is open when you're ready to come into our lives. Yeah, come on in. Just whenever you're ready. Have a sit. Hey, sit I'll down. be with you in a moment. Hey, come on in, sit on down. Baby, let your hair hang down. <laughs> there you go. Uh, speaking of football, co-host on the U.S. Sailor fifth quarter call-in show, who will not be here week one. 
sounds like a great gig if you can get it. Where's he going to be? Have a job where you don't have to show up to. Uh, and you know what? He's not even going to show up to this segment. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Weaver is not joining Billy us. Billy Weaver. So we will do a Billy Weaver roast. Rooster neck. Hey, rooster neck. Speaking of rooster neck, I met Philly Al the other day. That's right. You did. He was right here in the Pirate Radio studios picking up a prize. Rooster neck. Billy Weaver. Glad uh, to hear that Philly Al is on his feet and getting around. So uh, that is really cool. Yeah, it was great meeting him. He was wearing his uh, 2018 World Championship shirt for the Eagles. Oh, my God. And I'm glad I wasn't here. I sent you a picture of him. I know you did. I deleted it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he said, is Clip here? I said, nah. He said, man, I wore this shirt just for him as that guy just wrote one. I love that. I respect that. I hate the Eagles, but I love some trash talk. Trey, the Trey guy. It's him. He just hit another one. He is him. A that, three-run bomb. That little dude. Wow, that gives him the lead, too. TCU taking a 5-4 to four lead over Arkansas. Maybe that's not him. With a bomb in the sixth inning. So, that is a sudden change Ooh. on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. Uh, I'm going to tell Weave we are ready when you are. You just call us. Have your people call our people, and our people is Shirley Rhodes. So, yeah, if we don't have a guest, Chandler and I are about to freestyle this baby We're the rest of the way. Squeeze play. LSU up 12 to 4 on Oregon State <gasps> in the eighth inning, and Southern Miss with the lead over Auburn. Coming up later today, still got some games to go, including. Coastal and Duke. Ooh. Coastal and Duke. And how about that? That's a pick 'em coming up six o'clock on ESPN Plus. Uh Indiana and Kentucky is at six o'clock with uh UK, a big favorite in that one. TCU Arkansas, if necessary, will play. So who's TCU or excuse me, Arkansas has not lost? Is that correct? I think no. that is correct. No. They've they're two and one. Who? They're facing elimination. Arkansas is facing elimination? Yes. TCU hasn't lost. They're 2-0. and All right, there you go. Yeah. So if TCU wins, that's all she wrote. If Arkansas wins, they play later on tonight. And late night, Chandler, I'm telling you, let's ride with the Aggies one more time. Oh, God. I got to get... I got to go put more money. You got to go to Virginia? Texas A&M and Stanford play tonight. I'll do it, though. At 9 o'clock. You, you down with that? You down I, with the Aggies? I'm riding with the Aggies again. Man. They did it for me on Saturday night. They did not do it for us last night. But I want to take them one more time. I should have just stayed with Texas A&M and not put another thing on Penn. And waste my gas to go back up to Virginia and say, hey, let me get Penn live bet minus one and a half. That's the problem. It's not the... The gambling part of it, it's all that gas that we use. Um, yeah. So I can make money off bets, but get, where's that money go? Right in the gas. Yeah. I mean, it stinks. It's not fun to bet. Don't bet, guys. It's not fun. No. We we do not recommend it at all. But It's a lot of driving, too. Everything God. you got on Texas A&M tonight against Stanford. Everything in my bank account? Everything you got. And my house? Your bank account has just been wiped clean. If I had a farm, would I bet that had farm on it? Absolutely. Uh, your your best hog. Your huh? top hog. Bet it tonight. <laughs> uh yeah, so we don't have Billy Weaver. So Chandler? What you wanna talk about? Um You wanna go around the horn with ECU baseball real quick and look at uh next year? Sure. 
sure. who's gone, who's potentially gone, maybe. <clears throat> so Sailor, Hoover, and Spivey gone. Mm-hmm. Wilcoxon behind the dish. Yes. You'll get him back. Yep. <clears throat> Third base, A Amac. Amac. And this is assuming that they will not transfer, which I don't see any of these guys transferring. Barini. Barini is short. You got Starman at second. Now, Starling, Moylan's, you know, draft eligible. I mean, they all could go. Do you think Moylan's back? Do you think he gets drafted high enough to leave? I would worry about Moylan the way he ended the season. And really, his whole season. He was great this year for the Pirates. Well, that's kind of like the Bryson Rule situation last year. He got hot. Got a lot of attention from baseball, which I think he was going anyway. Um, but he got drafted. His age was a factor. Moylan, I'm going to assume that he'll get picked up. I mean, if you saw Agnos and Mayhew and those guys kind of leave, they weren't drafted very high. But I think Moylan takes a check and, and goes and plays professional baseball. So I'm assuming that he will be gone. All right. So Cam Clunch. Clunch in at first base. Which I'm totally fine with that. I don't know. I don't know how defensively he is because what we see from him is more. That helps Moylan too. He was phenomenal defensively (laughs) this year. Uh, Just a a great, great year, a bounce back year for Josh Moylan. Jamie says McChrystal is a top thirty recruit. You got a point there, and I think McChrystal was banged up for a lot of this year. He had back issues going into the season. Wilcoxon able to play all those innings, (laughs) and I mean Wilcoxon is a, a stud just for what he's able to do back there playing catcher. So how are we going to do with, with catcher in that situation? Will Coxon's back McChrystal. Is that going to be kind of like a, a, a Ben Newton? A platoon? A, a, ben, a Ben newton Wilcoxon situation where you see I think Wilcoxon in, on Sunday? In 2023, it's more likely that it's a transfer situation. I think, uh, I don't know. That's One my, of those two guys goes? That's just an assumption that maybe one of them goes and doesn't want to sit around and wait because you got you know you have a dh obviously but we have a lot of options to dh it's not like one's going to be an everyday dh i wouldn't think yeah and early on this year i believe we did have wilcox and McChrystal both in the lineup because we yeah. were talking about how how much of an advantage that is with both of their bats being hot but you've got wilcox and who's had the ball get away from them a, a few times this year but when it comes to throwing guys out throwing guys out at second base he's one of the best catchers in the country he did struggle um at times with letting balls get bombed yes but uh throwing guys out he was great and uh and pretty good hitter as well he yeah. came through in the regional unfortunately i hate to bring it up but that's kind of what happened yesterday uh a strike three call uh guy chased it in the dirt got by will coxon and uh, that guy was able to advance the first, ended up going to second, and then next thing you know, he's coming in, rounding third, and scoring a run for Virginia. So that was costly yesterday. But I really like Wilcoxon behind the plate, especially when you got uh, the opposing team has base runners on. I mean, you really have to have guts to run against uh, Justin Wilcoxon because he's just got a hose. All right, um, JC, Riley Johnson, Carter Cunningham <clears throat> back in the outfield. I really want to see Dixon Williams stick around, and I hope he does, and advances his career here at East Carolina. Because can there you can, be a position change where he can fit into the the lineup? Because I mean, Amac's going to be that guy at third. That's where Dixon plays is third base. So 
um unless you see a shift somewhere in the lineup maybe in the outfield i don't they know play but, in the outfield yeah so but dixon williams a local guy from dh conley uh i think he sticks around kind of waits to see what amac does and he'll he'll have his chance to shine all right looking at other potential guys uh nathan christman christman rasmussen who are some other outfielders? Have we named all those? There's got to be more outfielders. Uh, Luke Nowak. Roster. Luke Nowak, yep, who played a ton of baseball for the Pirates this year. Um, also, you have Nick DeLisi. Did we not see Nowak in this weekend much? Yeah, I saw him yesterday. He, he started? No, he didn't start, but okay. he, he did a lot of pinch running and okay. um, and coming in uh, just to get speed on the base pass. And then he would but he didn't up. start, right? No, okay. no, no, he did not start. He was coming in like uh, in the middle of the game as a pinch runner, and then he would get in that bat or so. But, yeah, um, defensively, I don't think Lee Nowak's the best guy out there. I think he's had some struggles and had some errors this year so but uh, of course he's uh, he's a guy that's really dangerous on the base pass that you always want to have when you're on your baseball team uh jamie says and we'll get to the pitchers in a moment he said uh jc is a toss-up starling i'd expect back he says ecu time for ecu to get in the game and hit the transfer market maybe we will see uh some more transfers as the years go on here uh, pitching wise so I want to go. I, I kind of want to fill out our bullpen from for next year. That's basically everybody. Let's just assume everybody comes <clears throat> back out of the bullpen. You got Spivey gone, which he was a starter, and then he ended up being going back into his uh, comfortable zone and being out of the bullpen. Sailor's gone, so there's two guys out of your bullpen that are no longer on the team. Um, Trey Savage, we get drafted. Yes, yes. By the way, he'll be playing for Team USA this summer. Josh Groves will probably get drafted. Yeah. They love potential, and, and Groves has the look. Yep. Um, would love if he's back. But, I mean, it does leave Zach Root. It leaves um, a number of guys like... Hunter, Jake Hunter. Jake Hunter, Wyatt Lunsford-Shankman, guys like that. To be potential starters or coming out of the bullpen? somebody's got to start you're also i don't i don't follow recruiting i don't know who's coming in at recruiting might uh talk a little more about that um tomorrow on the show as we'll talk to one of the coaches from the dirtbags they are actually playing in clark leclerc stadium this weekend so we'll talk some uh maybe some baseball uh, pirate baseball of the future coming up on tuesday's show but east carolina loves dirtbags yeah, they love uh, dirtbags. They, they love canes. Uh, yeah. Oh, Brad says Trey is not draft eligible. Okay, good. All right, well, that's the guy back for us next year. I guess uh, he'll be another Friday. He'll be the Friday night starter next year. You have to assume. Jamie going through the list says Richie Ginn grows not sure about Root Hunter, and then he says Bill question mark. Hopefully, future Pirate Radio intern Danny Bill. Yes, yes, he hit me up with some interest. Who really came on? I guess all year, but like I was so glad I second half or three quarters of the way through the year, he was like the number one guy out of the bullpen for the parts. Relied on him a lot this weekend. We saw him in two games yesterday. We saw him against Oklahoma. He was the first guy of the pen. Then he came in. God, he pitched Saturday against Virginia. I mean, he's he has been that guy to come out of the bullpen and try to limit damage, and he's done a good job of limiting the damage. And uh, just and I remember. I always thought he had a 
funky delivery. And I guess the guys, Denise Shroff and Devin Travis, they kind of explained it to a T. But he has basically three different slots. From the side, over the top, and then like a halfway in between. That's a tough – I mean, you don't know what the delivery is going to look like, but Danny Beal – uh, has been just absolutely dominant out of the bullpen. He's been a guy. I remember watching him last year. I don't remember what really made me become a fan of his. I just I, I think I like his personality and uh, he was. I mean, I remember him coming in for that. He started that Sunday game against Texas, and uh, unfortunately things didn't go well. But uh, yeah, Danny Bill's been that guy, and hopefully he can be back next year and he can continue to be the limit uh, and limit damage coming up next year. Well, we do have an ace. Thank you, Chance, Johnny, uh, Brad, and the guys who reminded me that <laughs> Trey Savage is not draft eligible. So that is awesome that you have your Friday guy ready to go for next year. Trey Richardson almost had another home run, but it was to the warning track. Arkansas is in trouble. They trail 6-4 to four late against uh, TCU, looking to advance to a super. You got LSU still knocking it around the yard. They have a big lead on Oregon State, 13-4 to four in the ninth inning. It is, wow, Penn coming back. Southern Miss 8, Penn 7. Great one going on there in Auburn, Alabama. All right, let's take a break. Uh, Weave says he's ready to go. So we'll take a break, come back, and talk to Weave. Have more for you on Pirate Radio Live on a Monday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East uh, provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's Cliff. Coming back from our conversation a moment ago, Chance Scott has his rotation for 2024. Trey Savage Friday night, Zach Root Saturday, and Jake Hunter on Sunday. Jake Hunter started his career as a pirate, as a Sunday starter. I could go for that. And again, you got to factor in, and maybe Chance, you have looked at this, uh, who's coming in for ECU to add to the stable of arms. So uh, maybe we got another root or two coming in rude or two i uh, got some breaking news as we bring on billy weaver and it is not uh of the positive variety but uh the seattle seahawks have made a roster change and cj johnson has been waived that according to greg bell who covers the seahawks for the news tribune so cj johnson waived from the seahawks he was picked up by seattle 
following the 2023 NFL draft. Uh, Billy Weaver, uh, did you have something, Chandler? I was going to say, finally, C.J. Johnson and Holt Naylor's were no longer teammates. <laughs> yeah, it took uh, almost a decade. Uh, we head out to the Pirate Radio live line. Billy Weaver joining us today on PRL. Weave, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. On vacation this week, so I'm down at the beach having a good time. Um, sorry I didn't join you guys a little bit earlier, uh, but, you know, it's vacation, man, so enjoying it right now. Well, I had no idea you were on vacation, Billy. I asked you to come on. You could have simply said, I'm at the beach. Can we Can we punt? But thank you for joining us. I had no idea you were uh, had a drink with an umbrella and were hanging out. So, Dude, that's the best time to be on the air. <laughs> yeah, everything's good, right? Well, <laughs> hopefully uh, those positive beach vibes can knock off some of the uh, frustration and, and I guess sadness uh, for an ECU baseball season coming to an end, Billy, but it did with two losses to Virginia over the weekend with two Oklahoma wins mixed in there. Uh, but man, the Pirates ran up against a good team, Weave. That Virginia team uh, can certainly hit the baseball. They are as advertised and uh, were a little too much for ECU. Yeah, but I was I think I was a little bit more impressed with their pitching staff. Their pitching really kept ECU off balance. Um, you know, it's it, there's there's been a lot made been made about that Virginia um lineup top to bottom. They have just been solid. You know, there's there's nobody in that lineup that can't can't hurt you. Um, you know, Teal had a huge series and a big game yesterday too and he's now, you know, UVA's single season hit leader and he had that big home run late in the game. Um, they're just they're just a really solid team, and and I know the uh, uh, the announcers had mentioned a couple times where they had both thought, which which was very respectful of East Carolina, that they thought the East Carolina UVA matchup was really two number one seeds. And I think I think most people that know baseball know that you know East Carolina could have well been a number one seed uh, and hosting a regional that didn't happen. I think that would have made a world of difference. I mean, you saw what you know the the difference uh, playing at Virginia did for UVA. I mean, because that two to one ball game could have went either way. And I think the home field uh, was a big advantage in that. So, you know, that's, that's the tough break for East Carolina that they weren't able to host um, another regional, because I think if they were a host team, we'd be talking about an East Carolina team right now going to the super regionals again. And they will be unfortunately watching these super regionals and, uh, and man, what a, what a fun couple of games it was uh, for the Pirates to knock off Oklahoma, though, Weave, and really uh, looked like they were in the game uh, and certainly were on Saturday against Virginia. Just a classic on Saturday night with Garrett Saylor and Danny Beal and the job they did pitching for the Pirates. It was a really good baseball game, and most of Sundays was the same way. Two, uh, two good teams going at it. Yeah, and and you know I did mention that that UVA's pitching staff did a heck of a job. So did East Carolina's. The, the Pirate pitching staff did a great job, and I mean that was it was it really was two heavyweight teams going on. The two to one game was just so incredibly entertaining to me. Towards the end of of last night's game, uh, you know, it got a little disappointing there because. UVA started to pull away. The two three run home runs just really killed East Carolina. But if you think about it, I mean they're you know, East Carolina is a couple of pitches or two outs away from that being another, you know, two to one tight ball game or, you know, maybe two two ball game late down the stretch with a chance to win it. But, you know, when they scored that uh, that late run to, to make it a five-run game. I just thought, you know, this is this is going to be it for East Carolina. They're just going to be out of gas, and and Virginia 
good team, and I and I really hope Virginia goes a long way. Um, you know, I've always had a lot of respect for that program, and of course, you know, with the ECU ties there with Kevin McMullen, I mean, he's a class act, and you know, I hope they go a long way and uh, and make it to the College World Series. Billy Weaver joining us. We've it caps off the athletic year for East Carolina 2022-2023, and you look back at it. Uh, football goes to a bowl game wins a bowl game for the first time since 2013 you had you know kim mcneil uh, all the wins they had at home this year the conference wins and then running the table in the conference tournament to go to the ncaa tournament for the first time in what 15 over 15 years uh you had mike schwartz making some strides won a conference tournament game got people excited with some transfers coming in and of course baseball going back to a regional being top 15 basically the entire season so it look it, it feels like athletics is in a, a pretty good spot right now overall but that it's it's volatile it kind of depends on what happens next with ecu football right with <laughs> with everybody it's great to have houston and and donnie kirkpatrick and blake harrell and the stability there but with all the new faces on offense uh it just feels like that, that i don't know all the good graces the pirates have put themselves in can quickly be wiped away if mason garcia and or uh, whoever else you have at quarterback for ECU uh, doesn't get the job done this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we can talk until we're blue in the face about you know the success of baseball, the you know coming of age or whatever you want to call it with basketball and all that. But you know what? At, at East Carolina, everybody knows, and it's going to be that way for until probably my last days. Um, football is king at East Carolina, and you know how football goes is pretty much how the attitude of Pirate Nation goes. Because if East Carolina goes out there, and like you said, if they can't get the quarterback situation figured out, if they struggle on offense, if they lose, you know, a couple of games out of the gates, obviously the Michigan game is going to be just absolutely huge. Um, and I, I don't think even the die hardest of Pirate fans are are saying, "Hey, we're going to definitely go in there and win that game." I mean, that's just a that's a huge tall order. That would be a monumental upset. But you want to go in there and you want to perform well. Uh, you want to come out of that game relatively healthy, of course, uh, and play well. And you want to see good signs out of Mason Garcia. That's the biggest thing because you know you've been solid at quarterback for the last what six years or so with. Uh, with Holt Nailers, who is now gone, and you know, you just want to see that quarterback position shored up, and and you know, kind of give you hope throughout the rest of the season that hey, we're on the right track and we're continuing to climb. So, but like I said, you know, it, football's king over there. It's the cash cow. It's what uh, makes everything go with East Carolina. So you're only as good as your last East Carolina football game. Jamie on YouTube says, "What is the next ECU sport that can draw the attention beyond basketball, baseball, and football?" Well, Jamie, I would ask you, what other sports do you see, do you watch? Because the only other things that come across my TV would be, I don't know, maybe a softball would be one. I I do catch the softball World Series when that's on. But there's like, I I don't see any other college sports really across my television. I I don't think any other sport is (laughs) outside of those three are going to get you any national attention. Uh, I don't know. Weave, anything come to mind for you? No, no. I mean, those those are the big ones, but it is nice. It was nice this past season to see the lacrosse team play very well. I tell you what, for being a, you know, a relatively new sport and 
I guess it is the newest sport at East Carolina. Yeah. Uh, they they did very well. I actually caught a little bit of the ECU-Duke game, and Duke is traditionally a powerhouse in lacrosse. That was nice to see. But like you said, I mean, that's not going to garner you any national attention. Of course, unless you start winning national championships in lacrosse like Duke and North Carolina do, and, you know, you could uh, garner some attention that way. But, you know, it's all about football, basketball, and baseball. Those are your big three. Uh, we've got some comments on YouTube. Eric said NC State has bass fishing, and Jamie says bass fishing would be awesome. Uh, why are we not on that, Weave? I feel like we had a lot of fishermen here and around these parts. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like to I'd like to see us have a surfing team. Can we have a surfing team like you and? Oh, because Weave needs another job. He wants to be the instructor for the ECU. I, I would. How about that, Weave? Head coach of the ECU surfing team, Billy Weaver. That would. That would be my dream job as a college surfing coach. <laughs> uh, but they, you know, they have those out in California. Really? And like I said, I think UNC Wilmington. I don't know if it's a. I think it may be a club sport, but I think UNC Wilmington has a surfing team. Uh, that would be awesome. I would love to be a surf coach. I bet we could kick the Big Ten's ass, like Iowa and all that. Like <laughs> we could dominate the Big Ten. Hey, look, look. There's a wave pool in Waco, Texas. That's amazing, and wave pools are getting really, really popular now, and actually producing some incredible waves. Oh man! Don't discount. Don't discount the Midwest when it comes to surfing now, because surf, like I said, wave pools are becoming a big deal now. That's disgusting. Like Michigan, Ohio State dominating even in surfing. That's uh, <laughs> we're, we've jumped the shark at that point. Uh, Johnny, we were talking baseball a moment ago about the roster next year. Weave and Johnny uh, on. On Facebook says he's looking forward to watching Riley Johnson, Justin Wilcox, and Zach Root, and Jordan Little playing for the Tom Sox in the Shenandoah Valley League this summer. Some summer baseball, and Shirley Rhodes uh, and us will keep an eye on what's going on with those summer baseball guys. And pretty soon, Weave, you'll have that option if you want to catch a game in Greenville. I believe beginning in uh, 2024, you'll be able to see some yeah. some college uh, summer baseball here in Greenville. That's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to it. So, and, and I've been a little bit out of the loop as far as the naming, but they haven't named the team yet. Is that correct? Not that I've seen. There, there were some names being tossed around. I think the Greenville Gorillas would be awesome. Okay. And then, you know, there's. I don't. I don't know why. And it, you know, there's nothing like significant with gorillas they are not native to our land as far as i know oh no no but i th- i you know when i think of a uh, a sports team i think of big and tough and mean and i don't get bigger tougher and meaner than a gorilla so uh and i know greenies has been tossed around because if i remember correctly i think there was a greenville greenies yeah played yep. at uh, yeah it's it, uh um, so I, I think that has been tossed around. I don't know what other, you know, you got to have a cool name. I mean, you really do. So, um, but I'm down here at the beach, uh, the Moorhead City Marlins. They have their, yeah. their share of ECU players that come down here. As a matter of fact, I saw some signs uh, for games coming up here soon uh, down at Big Rock Stadium. So that's awesome. And you got the the Wilson Tobbs. That's a. I thought that was a pretty cool name with tobacco. Yeah, such a big uh, product here in Eastern North Carolina. And um, I did see where the Down East Wood Ducks are going to be no longer playing in Kinston after what next year or so. So that's that's a tough one to lose a pro team again a second time over in Kinston. But we'll still have some uh, some some summer league baseball around the area. Tyler says North Texas just uh, finished second, lost to Virginia in polo. He says, with North Texas coming into the American, maybe we field a polo team 
So is that hmm. polo or is that water polo? He just says no, polo. That's probably ho- with horses, right? Uh, yeah, if it's regular polo. What about Marco Polo? <laughs> Thank you, Chandler. Good chime in <laughs> to the segment. Um, that means we got to get our own horses weave. I guess. Yeah. Hey, there's plenty of horses in eastern North Carolina. There's plenty of farms around here. I don't see why we can't get that started up. Uh, we got to get uh, horse tryouts over at ECU to see who can be our, our horses for the polo team coming in. Uh, Jamie says, Billy, you got to get clip a Moorhead City hat. Uh, yeah, Billy, you do. Thanks, Jamie, for saying that. So you don't have you don't have a Marlins hat? Dude, I will, I will totally get you one of those. All right. Really cool hats. I, they are. Marlin logo is really cool. And I thought about that with your uh, with the, talking about the Greenville team giving it a cool name. Got to have a cool logo. Got to gotta get some merch sales going, too. Dude, I, I think the Gorillas would be awesome. I'd buy a hat with a gorilla on it. I, I think Oh, do you? That's I said I would. I would. And, oh, oh, okay. You would. Hey, and they could play the Savannah Bananas. <laughs> and we could eat them alive. Eat them up. <laughs> oh, look, they just made a storyline there. Bananas. That would be an awesome game. All right, we've uh, looking around. I hadn't really thought about this. Miami Heat win last night. Uh, tie that series at one apiece. I guess, do you have game two Stanley Cup playoffs tonight? Let me check on that real quick. Uh, you do. Panthers at Golden Knights. Vegas leading that series one nothing. We'd be following that one 100 times closer, Weave, if the Eastern Conference Final went a different way. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you hate it for the Carolina Hurricanes. But, hey, mention it when you – I actually am interested in the NBA Finals. Oh, uh, Bam. Because of Bam. Yeah. Bam, and Bam's been playing well. Yeah. He really has. And he's, you know, what a tough task that guy's got with Jokic. I mean, he is just, you know, uh, but, you know, all the all the fanfare and all the hoopla surrounding Jimmy Butler and the Joker. So, I mean, that's, that's what everybody's talking about. But Bam has quietly become a force. And it, it would it would really be awesome to see an Eastern North Carolina guy win an NBA title. I don't think it's going to happen. Denver is just tough. They're a huge odds-on favorite to win, and I think they will. But it's nice to see that uh, Miami tied that that series up at a game of peace early on all right we'll wrap it up with weave the same way we did with bailey earlier in the show billy what do you think the washington commanders win total over under is for 2023 Oof! wow um i'm gonna go at eight you're a little high. You're a little too optimistic. I was going to say seven. And, and by the way, if you think they're winning that many games, you definitely are high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a, uh, it's six I was going to say seven, but I'm, I, you know, I, just, well, I, I don't know. All right, you're right. You're on it. It's six and a half. And so you're basically on that seven number. So if you had to place a, um, a beach meal down on it for a bet, uh, would you take uh, – can they get to seven? Can they get to eight, you think? Yeah, I think they can get. Yeah, I would. I would take the bet at seven. I'd yeah. be hesitant on the eight because I'm, like I said, I'm being, I'm being optimistic because it's my team on the eight. But if I had to put money on it or place a real bet, it would be. I would go seven. Well, uh, we a lot of unknowns. I mean, it's kind of like ECU. Uh, we think Sam Howell has some talent. He's shown it a little bit in games, but not a lot. And now he's going to be handed the reins. So there is a tinge of excitement for the unknown, Billy, with me and Sam Howell. Like, this guy at one point was, like, talked about for a Heisman going into a year and talked about number one pick. It didn't pan out that way, obviously. But Washington was able to – 
uh, not spend a ton on a quarterback and maybe find a diamond in the rough. We'll find out pretty uh, quick in 2023. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to find out. Hey, and speaking of over-unders, if you had to do a flat-out yes or no bet on a name change, would you go yes or no that they're going to have another name change? Because I did see some... (laughs) some scuttlebutt about maybe a trademark. Yeah, I saw that. I, yeah, we- I, I, I wouldn't mind a name change, honestly. <laughs> I would be okay with the commanders going away forever. Um, you know, this new you got a new ownership, right? And they want to do whatever they can to get in the fans' good graces. I think there's enough people that don't like the name that would like to just get a whole new fresh start, another a refresh start. And uh, so, Billy, you know what? I'll I'll say yes. Uh, maybe I'm hopeful more than anything. But with new ownership and the lack of a, you know, f- support for a commander's name, I'll go yes. Yeah, and me too. And you know, because I was on board with Red Wolves from day one. I, that was my vote. That was my pick. Uh, before they went from the football team to commanders. Yeah. Uh, so I was disappointed with commanders. I never liked it. Um, Red Wolves, I don't know, just seems to be really cool with me. And I liked to, I, I wanted to have the nickname start with an R to save the HTTR. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's just, you know, to keep something from the Reds. Oh, sure. I'm with you. So, so I w- I'm, I'm and the, the song "Hell to the Red Wolves" it fits perfect. Absolutely, you you save you save your fight song, and that's something that's very unique in the NFL too. Because um, there are other teams that have fight songs, but there are no other teams that have a band that play in the stadium and play the fight song after the touchdowns. It's just nostalgic, you know. Maybe and maybe that could happen. And if I'm you know if I were the new owners of that franchise, you want to kind of reach back into the past. A little bit. I think that's what they tried to do with the mascot, uh, and I wouldn't be oh, the truth. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate Red Hogs or something. Yeah. Hogs logo or mascot in that. I wouldn't hate that either. I don't know why, but I hate the mascot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just hate a lot of things with that organization. Um, I will say, I know Baltimore has a band weave, so no Ravens fans call in. And I know that because I just watched. Not, I did not know that. I watched the 30 for 30 on the 2001 Ravens for the first time uh, last week, and it is awesome. If you want to get in a uh, football mood weave, uh, that's a really good 30 for 30. Ray Lewis and uh, Tony Saragusa was the star of it. He was all, Shannon Sharp. It was, uh, it was really good, so. I recommend it. Okay, and, and I'm going to recommend one, too. I'm about to watch the part two of American Gladiators, <sighs> 30 for 30. The first one, the first part, was really entertaining to me. I thought it was boring. You're a big, you did? I thought it was boring. I didn't... I, I think it was boring. I thought it was awesome. I don't like the guy. I don't like that dude, the John dude. I, I just... I don't know. I don't know if I was expecting too much. Because the between Donald Trump and uh, Elvis. What? What'd you say? He, re- he reminds me of a cross oh. <laughs> of Donald Trump and Elvis. Yeah. The owner of the, the you know, the guy, I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. A lot more on Elvis yeah. coming up in uh, episode two, by the way, I believe. Right. There's a tease for you. He was, he's an El- he was an Elvis impersonator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I, I they ran the ad for it every single commercial break on ESPN Plus when we're watching ECU games. So 
I, I got I, maybe I maybe I expected too much. I just did not find it that interesting. Yeah, you got overhyped and underdeliver. Yeah, yeah. All right, Weave. Enjoy your beach time, buddy, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon here on Pirate Radio. Yes, sir. I'll hang up and have a pirate beverage for all the folks over at Pirate Radio. Tell Shirley and uh, uh, Chandler I said, uh, hey, and I'll throw one back for you guys. All right. Will do. Uh, Chandler, Weave, Shirley, uh, Weave said hey. All right. Hey, hey, Weave. Hey, can you tell Weave that we said hey? Hey, Billy, you still there? <laughs> Chandler said hey. Yeah. And Shirley waved. Hey, Chandler. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> See you, man. All right. There is Billy Weaver joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Cass said, get rid of Major Tutty. I agree. Put that joker on a – put him in a cooker. And, put him out Piggly Wiggly. And, and cook him up. Um, Jamie says, you have six possible losses in your conference alone. Well, I think you mean division, and so does every other team. And, Jamie, how about you worry about your own team, the Colts, who are under investigation for gambling – Instead of worrying about my team. Is it Coach Mo that's doing the gambling? It could be. You've got enough issues going on with Indianapolis. You don't need to worry about what's happening with my team. You let me worry about my team. You worry about your crappy team that gambles on football and sins in the eyes of God. You tell them. You just put it to them. I'll tell you what. I'll say something about my team. I don't like when other people talk about my team. That's kind of like with siblings. Like you can pick on your sibling and you can talk trash to them and make fun of them. But once somebody else does it, then it's a problem. And I can say whatever I want to Chandler. But if you out there say something about Chandler, we got a problem. We got a major problem. That means we're best friends, right? Well, you know, best friends is like that's. Nah, I'm not ready to commit to that. Not ready to commit to that. All right, we need to go home. Yes, but we got to make somebody a winner. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Eric said the Colts drove to Virginia. (laughs) They did, Eric. They made that drive from Indy to Virginia. Jamie said, you just sold your team. That's a good thing. What do you worry about your team and your drunk owner? Jim Ursay? Oh, yeah, things are real stable in your organization. Who's your quarterback? You don't even have a team. Charlie, what are we giving away? A $10 gift card to Familia. Andrew Luck hated your team so much, he left. He retired from football. Andrew, do you want to play for somebody else? No. I hate football so much because of this stupid organization. I am just going to sit at home and talk like that. I don't want to play football anymore. I do miss, I do miss football, but uh, I just I, the Colts were so bad. I hate our fans, especially that guy named Jamie. He's a moron. My dearest Mrs. Luck. <laughs> it has been a fortnight since I have played the football. The most entertaining thing about your team is a fake Twitter account. Shirley, what call are we looking for? Five. Caller five, 317-1250. More to go, Pirate Radio Live after this. I'm ready for football! Hey, hey. 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Quality Equipment is your is your full-service John Deere dealer with 28 locations to serve you. Quality Equipment is open in Winterville next to Sam's Club or visit qualityequip.com to find the location near you. And congratulations to Mark Hall of Winterville. Picked up a $10 gift card to Familia. Familia is your place for great Italian food, whether it's New York-style uh, pizzas, homemade meatballs, lasagna, chicken parmesan, or the delicious homemade desserts. Familia is a winning play every time. For dine-in or takeout, make Familia your go-to play when you have a hungry team. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Ball is flying out of the yard in Fayetteville, especially for the Horn Frogs of TCU as Todd keeps us up to date. Todd, 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 Todd. He keeps us update on the Buccaneer Music Hall School Board presented by the Buck. The Buck. Back to back for the Horn Frogs. Trey, is that the dude that went nuts yesterday? Trey Richardson. Hit another one. They go back to back. They have a huge lead over arkansas as they are winding that one down in fayetteville and if they win that regional is over there will be uh no game coming up tonight it is a it is 12 to 4 as they head into the ninth inning southern miss uh looks like they're going to outlast pennsylvania 11 to 7 that score as they play in the ninth inning you got some games about to get underway is it over chandler it is over, it is over. southern miss celebrating as they advance to the super regionals <clears throat> you want could you grab my seat real quick yeah grab my sheet real quick because i want to talk about the uh super matchups uh six o'clock coastal and duke that's on the u indiana kentucky is on the deuce and coming up later tonight you've got texas a&m and the cardinal of stanford all right let me get my trusty handwritten ncaa tournament brackets here all right so let's go alabama won their regional correct Mm mm-hmm they will play Wake Forest. Stanford A&M winner will play Texas, who won the Coral Gables Regional. Tennessee will play Southern Miss in the Super Regionals. Okay. LSU will play the Kentucky-Indiana winner. Virginia will play the Coastal Duke winner. It'll be Florida against... South Carolina. They end up winning the Columbia? Yes. What happened there? South Carolina advances to the Super Regional. South Carolina and Florida. It will be TCU, it appears, taking on Indiana State. Ooh, does that mean Indiana State hosts a super regional? Or would they uh, move it to a bigger ballpark? And not have a cemetery? It's got to be Indiana State. (laughs) You got to put it in the cemetery. I mean, respect the dead, right? I mean, could you imagine if there was like a funeral going on out in the outfield? <laughs> so just beyond game? the fence at Indiana State's baseball stadium. It's right. It's all the way. There is the a outfield. cemetery. Yeah. 
like there have been balls hit off of your grandma's tombstone like let them rest in peace uh oklahoma state got waxed so who won the stillwater regional dallas baptist dallas baptist i believe it was dallas baptist no oral roberts doy oral roberts the uh the four so oral roberts will play oregon oregon that is a weird one because oregon came out of the uh, nashville regional vanderbilt so oral roberts oregon that's a weird matchup all right we got through that it was not the prettiest but we got we all got through it all right chan man we are starting to give you uh just little tidbits of things to to look forward to and we just saw another one chandler saw a picture of ecu basketball getting together for a welcome back meal and good news ezra's there bj's there jane walker rj i did see rj in there rj's there the boys are there they're ready to go guess who else was there who else is there sassy look listen buddy they're all back that gives me something to look forward to as well there's rj right there pirate hoops returning later on this season i got a quentin debunje sighting i like it i'm excited a lot to look forward to with ecu athletics and we'll talk about it all here on pirate radio do you want to show me bobby pettiford bobby pettiford kate mays he's there we'll take a break come back a break we'll we'll leave and then we'll come back and talk to you Tuesday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. For Shirley Rose, Chandler Honeycutt, I'm Clip Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.